Okay, Teague. All right. How are you today? Fan-fucking-tastic. And yourself? Okay. Uh, I'm good. I am very well. Thank you. Uh, thank you for asking. Do you remember the good old days when you wouldn't ask how I'm doing? And no. then we could talk about it? No? <laughs> I don't. I feel like that was maybe episode 20 ago or something. Okay. Yeah, possible. <laughs> possible. Huh? Yeah, so hello and welcome back to uh, Noob Talk Radio. I'm your host, Joshua Osborne. Uh, with me here is Steve Anderson. Uh, I won't ask you how you're doing, because we, are, we already got that, got that out done. of the way. Yeah, uh, but yeah, welcome back everybody to episode 69, I believe, of yes, New Talk sir. Radio. That's what it says on the top list. <laughs> let's, let's I mean, little, uh, how believable... Let's do a little quick... Let's do a little journalism to how find out. How reliable that is, I don't know, but... Um, reliable. Oh, you know what I didn't do? I didn't check the mic levels when I touched the laptop. Well, too bad. So where was I? Episode 69. Mm-hmm. We're here. We're happy. We're healthy. We're happy. Are we happy? I'm happy. Oh, I'm fucking, are you happy? I'm thrilled. <laughs> Glad to be alive. Uh, I'm back from Portugal. It was fun. It was very, very enjoyable. I would, uh, like I told my friend Matt on the phone yesterday, I would give I would give Portugal a strongly recommends. Okay, if we okay. could put it in Skillop parlance. All right, well that's pretty good. Uh, our, our good friend Skillop. Uh, he continues to be. Is Skillop your fi- is Skillop the YouTuber and or content creator that you feel that you still that you like the most since initially encountering them? To tell you the truth, I haven't listened to... You know, because like Yang Ye, you know, you used to be super into, and then you took a bit of a decline, perhaps. There's certain, there's certain things that I enjoyed him talking about Young. that I was interested in, you know? Same with Skill Up. Yeah. Like, uh, so the first Skill Up shit that really got me was Hunt Showdown. I've successfully derailed us within two and a half minutes. <laughs> <podcast. laughs> yeah. But all in all, it was Hunt. His uh, Hunt, his hunt uh, breakdown was really nice. Dude, yeah. that just blew my mind. It made me buy the game, and I agreed with him entirely. And then, you know, I listened to some other things he said, but I found it a little long-winded, young as well. And they also talk about things that I, a lot of the stuff that they do videos about, I don't care about. So I don't actually listen to them. I haven't listened to a Skillup video or a Young video in, I don't know. I think Skillup is now my favorite reviewer. Um, I don't really. I used to read reviews like all the time, mm-hmm. uh, all the time, really. Like uh, I'm still. I still find it really hard to uh, interface with videos. Like for example, you know, later on we'll talk about like AI bots and hunt, right? Um, uh, that I, I, I like that video was 14 minutes, and I, I'll. It's like this. This sounds really silly, but like I, it's it's really hard for me to watch a 14 minute video. It's long, you know. Like um, I, it's like I feel like you know kids these days. If I could use air quotes. Like really, you know, you know, video video watching instead of reading stuff is just so it's so popular, mm-hmm. right? And like every single time I've tried to do it, I I want to bash my head against the wall. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I I'm just like I'm always like, can I please read it? Like it drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. Like I I yeah, I almost to the point where I like imme- almost immediately phase out. <laughs> you know, I like practically can't do it. It's weird, you know. Well. But yeah, I can't. I just can't do. Unless it's skill up with his, you know, and even skill up, it's like I often listen to his stuff. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like I don't watch that. Like I just I put the video oh, on. Well, I put it in my to. pocket and I just listen to what. You don't need to watch it though. Like same with Young. Most of the time. Well, the thing with skill up is that like it's usually like the reason why you gravitate towards skill up is because you're probably an enthusiast about whatever particular thing he's talking about. Right. Like whether it's cyberpunk with like his you know his massive ass fucking hour long cyberpunk review, which I did appreciate. It's long as hell, but. Mm-hmm. It really was an in-depth breakdown. Well, yeah, um, but like you know, his Aliens Fireteam lead video, like I devoured every second of that of that footage. Yeah, I didn't feel right? like any of that was wasted either. Like no. I don't feel like there was filler at no. all. And um, but when I approached that at the time, it's like I was so just turned sh- off by the amount. 
Or by the length off the rip? No, rather I was um, shocked that it was sounding like a really good game. Hmm. So I was kind of like, how did this happen? How is this a good game? And I was really like curious about how it happened. Right, right, right. So it's like every second of watching Skilla play, like talk about it and show what he's doing at the same time. I was okay, just, like, yeah. just like really eating it all up, you know, kind mm-hmm. of thing. Um, but I wanted that much information and it's like, and, it, and I really did like that's a you know video is a really good way to find out what games are like yeah for sure right like i think that's part a big part of why for sure know, the video worked for me in that in that in that case yeah also it was only 28 minutes compared to some other yeah. or 22 minutes or something it, it wasn't that long yeah it's still pretty long but i mean yeah, yeah. but i still navigate to um skill up is actually my he's become my number one like that's the person whose breakdown i want to read when it's something i'm keen on mm-hmm. and like for example i think um what's the game i bought recently yeah dead island 2 um i tried really hard to wait for the skill uh, mm-hmm. video first and the problem was that um because the review embargo was up and i had already read like you know six to ten reviews because i was like, super into the game but the review embargo for footage was like um mm. either the exact day that it like the time it releases or like even 6 hours after the actual game releases so i was so i kept checking to see if maybe he could, he would release it early but like yeah he must have just been having to obey the the footage embargo yeah. and that was the problem there you know but but that's the review i wanted to read the for sure. and i kept going back to his initial impressions that Island 2 which was like from like 6 months earlier or something mm-hmm. just to like sort of get the best uh, but he's become my my really my barometer for like I would have to agree. Like, it, I don't take too many other people serious when they recommend stuff. But him... Can we get skill up the sponsor? <laughs> <laughs> but him, it's like straight up, like, because of Hunt, because of Aliens. Yeah. Um, I'm just like, dude, if he says something is worth playing, I yeah. kind of believe him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like when- As long as his reasons are stuff that I'm interested in. Yeah. You know, like... Yeah. He's uh he's good at what he does, man. Like even you know his um God, I want to say like Death Pool, Death Spank. What the fuck is that game called? Uh, Death Loop. De- thank you. Yeah, <laughs> even Death Loop. You know, Death Spank. Like, <laughs> like his um, you know, he doesn't like it. Mm-hmm. But like, I still really enjoyed watching the review, and like, it didn't discourage me from playing the game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, even though it was overall like a do not recommend kind of thing, it's right? Like, right. It was still a really nice, you know, slow, thorough breakdown of what what a product is like kind of thing and like and that's mostly what i you know it's like system shock 2 for example excuse me system shock remake which just came out which we'll also talk about really briefly later on uh mostly just because i i'm, I'm keen on the mm-hmm. franchise that too it's like as soon as that came out i was like oh is he gonna do like a thing like because i'd really like to see a skill up thing about this game like mm-hmm. because i i've read you know the reviews for i mean i'm jumping ahead of myself here but the reviews for system shock remake are immensely positive hmm. like overwhelmingly positive you know i mean oh. I, and including i believe i think ign gave them a nine on ten oh. um and i've read a lot of sites this happened when i was in portugal mm-hmm. uh so there's a few nights where i was just like chilling on a bench outside by myself after the missus had gone to bed kind of thing you know and uh that was the most video game newsy thing that had happened that i was excited <laughs> about so i had some time to just like i was just like trying to read a bunch of reviews and like mm-hmm. yeah the, the scores were really really high like maybe one out of five to ten were like it's just not that great you know like really rare like and their um complaints are mostly kind of like this was a game that's just too old to redo Mm. you know like they're just kind of like yeah it's cool like it looks completely different than the original but it's the exact same game so if if that style is too dated for you 
Yeah. There's nothing to like here. Right. right you know, which right. makes sense. It's like that's uh, hmm. it's kind of like it's sort of like like any remake, you know. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, all that to say, I feel like I, I just. Uh, not even sure where I was going with that, but <laughs> listen, uh, episode 69, Noob Talk Radio, uh, we will talk about things that are relevant, cogent, and will we? We probably will. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I mean, do you want to handle PlayStation Showcase first? Sure, yeah, why not? So yeah, I mean, the PlayStation Showcase of 2023 that was, I believe, March, no, uh, May, excuse me, uh, May 23rd, was it? I need to check. I didn't write a date down here, but I feel like that this happened, oh yeah, May 25th. Uh, I was really excited uh, reading about this when I was in Portugal mm-hmm. because I was like, finally fucking Helldivers. Like, after, I mean, how many times have I brought up Helldivers on this show? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I think I'm, I mean, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I believe that I'm the only person who talks consistently about Helldivers. Like, it's a real thing that's coming. No podcast show that I listen to other than Colin's show. Because they keep talking about the NVIDIA link, which was 100% of the NVIDIA leak, excuse me, which, you know, spoiled all these things in advance. But it's so satisfying to finally have the, like... Because, I mean, you know, me too, I start to doubt after a while. I'm like... Because that leak was, like, you know, not what something like 80%, like, demonstrably 80% correct so far, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? So I'm like, it must be coming, but, like, there's still nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, so, you know, the showcase itself, you know, um, apparently, from what I gather, there's a lot of mixed opinions online. Uh, a lot of sort of, like, regular Joe commentators are a little, I don't know, a me, 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 butthurt, whatever about it, you know, complainy. Um, I thought it was completely fine. Yeah. Uh, it was a little long. Um, I, was it like one twelve or one eighteen? I watched the trailers that came from it. That's fair. I didn't watch the whole. Isn't thing. that the whole thing? No, that was twenty nine minutes, I believe. Oh, maybe uh, I should have done that. Because um, <laughs> now I, I did watch the whole thing. I listen. I played a lot of Marvel Champions cards at the same time. Mm, okay, well, <laughs> you know, like it was, There's no way I could sit there through an hour and twelve show no. of literally just staring at the screen. <laughs> it's no, not gonna happen. No. Um, but you know, whereas I could sit through their showcases that were like. Still with difficulty, but the ones that are like 20 minutes, 30 minutes, mm. that's a really nice... It's a sweet spot right there. I mean, really, my only objection for the show, like, there was a lot of VR2 stuff, which is fine. I mean, it's like, it, I just don't care. No, but, I don't care about anything VR. But, but it, it is current. Yeah, I mean, it's current. It's their it's their new console. I mean, you, you can't blame them for... No. And in fairness, I did think the VR the VR2 offerings looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, I, was, I saw a bunch of them, and I'm like, yeah, these look... Like, there's definitely... If I had the system... There's things here I would be excited about. Yeah. You know, like yeah, there's yeah. some zombie game I feel like for the VR that like looked pretty neat. Wasn't it Resident Evil 4 VR? Also that, but I feel like there was a yeah, that looked another great. one. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have um I think friend of the show Mike um still to this day, I mean, he can correct me if I'm wrong, but um he was always calling the Wii version of Resident Evil 4 the best version. Hmm. Yeah, because it was exact it was a, a strict port. But they just added the controls of the sticks, and you would so you'd point and shoot, kind of like VR. You know? <laughs> and he he um you know stood by the fact that like yeah that was the that was the optimal way to experience the game. Well, I also thought that was interesting. Yeah, but um, so you know with that in mind, like seeing this VR two thing, I'm like yeah that looks like a great way to experience the right right you know. But um, yeah, other than being a little bit long, like I really have no I don't have anything negative to say about it. Like I think that it's more effective when it's shorter, but uh, mm-hmm. just because it's like you know the le- the less you show people, the more sort of they can wrap their heads around things. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, you start to like just when, with overexposure when a show's really long, you just start to kind of like gloss over. For sure, I, I, I can't say that that didn't happen to me when I was playing cards and watching at the same time. After yep. a while, I was just kind of like, Ugh, who cares? A lot of trailers, guys. Like, yeah, and <laughs> a lot of them were really long. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. like seven minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it was I, like. Yeah. Uh, I don't need to see seven minutes of gameplay. Like, yeah. 
Like the Spider-Man one, I think, was like seven minutes long or something. That, I want to say it was maybe even 12 minutes, but that, um, that I can, I can give them because that, or at least it makes sense to me because that's a, you know, did they need that? No, but it's a huge flagship title for them. And it's really important for PlayStation. Yeah. No, I just feel like it's a showcase. It shouldn't be, uh, like, I don't know. I, I just feel like it was a little long for the amount, but it wasn't necessary. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I totally skipped after yeah. five minutes. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? Like, keep going. Yeah. I'm like, still Spider-Man 2? I'm like, rolling along yeah. the uh, thing. I'm like, no fucking way. I know like, oh, there, there's mean. the next one. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, it's not the same thing as Show, Don't Tell, but it's like, it feels sort of similar in a way to me where it's a question of like, if you have to give too much, then like, there's some sort of problem. Mm. You know, like, like why... You know, why is this thing this long? Like, why are you not trusting people to get the idea in, like, a third of the time or something? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it kind of makes you wonder at a certain point in time. You're just like... I mean, if you're really showing off certain aspects of the game and talking about them as you're showing it, mm-hmm. like, and you're, like, oh, it's brand new, whatever, whatever, this is what it looks like, then okay, I guess. But that's more of an in-depth dive into the game itself, mm-hmm. right? As mm-hmm. opposed to a showcase. Totally, yeah. Where I was yeah. just... But it looked yeah, good. it's like... Yeah, you're, you know, you're right. It's like not, you know, like I didn't like in the last showcase they had. Was it showcase or was it, I don't know, you know, the, you know PlayStation has their, they brand things differently. Maybe it was a mm. different, kind of, maybe it was a state of play. Mm. Yeah, yeah, maybe the last state of play, you know, where they had that like half hour interview about Batman or Gotham Knights. Is it? Mm-hmm. Uh, and not that that game's bad or something, but it's just like, I just really was deeply uninterested in a 30-minute developer. But at least that's labeled as such, and mm-hmm. it's at the end of the show. Right. So you can just be like, I'll just turn it off now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas it's like, if it was, a, for example, a 30-minute developer interview with 30 minutes of footage of, say, for example, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2, I probably would have happily devoured that. For sure. You know what it's I mean? It's a personal thing. Yeah, it's just a question of interest level, right? Mm-hmm. But at least what they, they, they did a really, really tight show, and then they put that at the end. Right. So there's a clear division. Anyways, um, that aside, I mean, the showcase itself, I don't honestly have very much to say other than I am unbelievably excited for Helldivers 2. I think it looks incredible. Mm. Um, I also think it looks insanely ambitious, and I am deeply worried that they can pull it off. But at the same time, there's really no reason for me to doubt the capabilities of Arrowhead Studios. Okay. I don't know. What do you think? I can't... uh, I mean, it looks pretty well done. I guess. Uh, wait a minute. Hold on one second. I gotta. I gotta just double check something. Yeah, no. Because I might be mixing it up, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. That's the Dancing on the Moon one, right? Probably. <clears throat> oh yeah, I know this is the one. Yeah, it's uh, Dancing on the Moon with a Skip the Dishes ad fucking song, and I just like. I remember they did this before too. Their first shit, they had that song, and I was like, yo, this fuck. Are you sure you're not talking about, like, Arc Raiders? No, I am talking about Arc Raiders. Oh, okay. We're getting to that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's my bad, man. That's my bad. No, 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 no. Do you want me to Hell show you Divers, footage? Arc Raiders. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's not your fault. <laughs> Come on. Uh, do you want me to show you a quick trailer? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Uh, yeah, it's the... Fu- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's straight up Starship. Oh, it's because we have this plugged in. Yeah, it, it is pretty much... Uh, and the original also was straight up yeah. Starship. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, no, no, never mind. Is man. another family getting devoured by aliens in your neighborhood? Mm-hmm. It's one of those sort of mm-hmm. like... This part could have been done better, I felt like. Uh, it could have... It, it's not perfect. Mm. And it was... Uh, it would have added if it was perfect. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, no, so I but take But the gameplay itself... Saying. Yeah, yeah it's, it's... It is fucking Starship, though. Like, oh, 100%. Like, there's no question. Yeah, I mean... What pleases me about um, about what they showed is that all the art style 
and it looks like hopefully the gameplay as well of of Hell Oh God, it looks so good. Yeah, it looks really fucked. Does it not? Yeah. Like yeah, it's. Yeah. I mean, see, if you had told me like whatever it is, I think eight years ago that this company could could be could do a triple A looking polished game mm. like this, you know, people are speculating like, is it a fifty dollar game? Is it a sixty dollar game? Like, I'd be, I would, I think I would pay eighty dollars for this. It I looks think like it. I think it's believable that it looks like they have that level of. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, yep, yep. and I would not have told told you. Look at that fucking no. The whole dude. thing, like, like forget whatever that game was, Silica that we discussed before, the mm. RTS, whatever. Forget the actual Starship Troopers game. Mm-hmm. This is the Starship Troopers game. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And the cool thing about Arrowhead is these guys deliver. Mm-hmm. Like, they deliver product. I mean, are you going to play the shit out of this with me? I would be very down. Yeah, dude. Like, my brother will play this. Probably Joel will play this. My friend Matt and Mike, friends of the show, will, will probably play this. Like, everyone loves this game. Like, I can't, I can't wait, man. Yeah, no, I will play this game. Yeah. It looks... Ah, uh, PS5 only. Yeah. Big fucking shocker. Their previous game, Helldivers 1, uh, when it came out in... Let me just get the Wikipedia page there. Yeah, Helldivers 1 2015. That's another part of the reason why... Like, my initial thing when I watched this trailer, I was like, whoa, that's really... Because do you remember what the first one looked like? Mm. It's a top-down tactical game. Right, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it is, it is low-budget compared mm-hmm. to this. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, it looks low-budge, and it's, it was fun as hell. The game was amazing. Like, polished to a T, and, like, the gameplay was incredible. Um, but I was like, how could you possibly transfer that into a 3D? Because part of the thing about the first one is it's all about, like... It was really cool. It's like... So you never played it. Mm-mm. It's like... You would activate all the... I mean, first of all, the classes system was incredible. Like, all these different classes and all these different equipable abilities. So you had four things you could pick every time, and people would be completely unique. Like, you could take four things that are all sort of, like, heavy machine gun, Gatling gun related, and just be this, like, beast. But, like, you can't do any of the healing, you can't do any of the support. Then you could take a class who, like, all they do is, like... call. I was the support, usually. Mm-hmm. All they do is, like, call drones that, like, reveal the map. Call in air, uh, ammo supply dumps, because ammo is, like, pretty scarce. Like, mm-hmm. you, you go through... Also, the, the missions were endless. Like, they don't... Ha- like, if you don't do the objective, they're not gonna stop. Right. Like, right, bugs right, will just right. come forever. Mm-hmm. Unless you evade all the patrols kind of thing, you know? So, once you run out of ammo, if nobody has an ammo supply drop, you're, you're just fucked. Mm-hmm. And then the way to call these things in would be, like, uh, you would have to enter this button prompts combination that was, like, Street Fighter. <laughs> it's like, you know, so this one, and it was always the same for each item, but they're all different. So, like, this uh, ammo drop is, like, right, right, up, up, down, down, and you tr- you have to do it, and you see the buttons highlighting if you do them correctly mm-hmm. on the screen, but that's how they did the tension, was, like, it'd be really long, so if you need to do it in combat when bugs are attacking you, it's, like, really hard. Mm-hmm. But then you would also tactically select on the map where exactly where the item drops, and the item drops would also kill you if they like if you, like if they if you drop them on somebody accidentally mm-hmm. they're dead. Friendly fire. Yep. Yeah, no, friendly fire was like it wasn't optional. It was always on, and it was part of the core gameplay concept, huh. including to the fact where turrets that you drop, if you make the mistake of standing in front of one of those turrets, you are straight fucked. You know what I mean? <laughs> Makes like, sense. Yeah, yeah, like and you can you can dive on the ground and you can crawl like this. But then it's like you can't shoot anything and your mobility is crazy restricted. But if you actually stand in front of where it's going to shoot at bugs, the turret doesn't care. It's just going to mow you down as quickly. You know what I mean? Nice. And it create, they created some of the most incredible moments of like just hilarious shit. Like <laughs> your friends dying to like all your own stuff. You know what I mean? Like the friend... I, I don't... Anyways, I can't... I was so in love with the game. But the way that worked was like, you know, you, since it was top down, you could always pick where to drop things and it really made sense. You know? mm-hmm. So it's like translating it into third person is like when I initially saw this trailer, I'm like, how are you going to do this? Is it going to be an epic fail? Like, can you even do that? Like, you know, and then, but then I watched it again and like the level of polish that it looks like it has and also, you know, I looked at the timelines and like their last game was 2015 
2015, I want to say. Yeah, Helldivers 1 was 2015. It's been almost 10 years. You know, in theory, they've been working on this more or less the whole time. In theory. I mean, they haven't produced anything else. And are they now a first party, Sony? Um, no, it's just published by... Uh, yeah, they're not first party, Sony. Um, but they don't do a lot of games. Hmm. You know, And if it's been almost a decade since the last one... They probably have been working on this base for a while. Time. Yeah. I mean, well, the first one was such a huge success, both for the brand of PlayStation and for gamers. You know, like, and it was a, it was, it's kind of like they feel like a Sony first party, even though they're not. It mm-hmm. only came out on uh, Sony and PC, right? Right, right. Never came to Xbox, uh, Nintendo. Yeah, I mean, if they've been doing it the whole time, I don't know. I mean, I, I have to assume that they know what they're doing. Yeah, well, uh, it looks like it. <clears throat> it does look like it. Yeah, and I mean, I feel like the time delay is like. Yeah, maybe. I mean, they would have probably scrapped it by now if they didn't think it would work. You know what I mean? Like, um, but I am. I'm, I'm very excited. No, you know, big time. I, uh, yeah, I can't. To me, this is one of the biggest things that's that's happened in like a really long time. Um, I mean, we knew this game was coming because of the Nvidia leak, which was amazing. Right, right, right. And of course, you know, the, the success of the first one always made you assume they have to do it again at some point in time. But the fact that they try, I really was not expecting the third person. No, no, like, no, it looks dope. Completely caught by surprise. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, speaking with experience from the first game also, like, all of the artwork for all the stuff, it's like they really have the same artistic vision. <laughs> I mean, like, it all looks, even though they made a huge transition from just seeing the heads of guys to suddenly third person, you can see all the original artistic elements are there, you know? Nice. So it really is, it, it still looks like a sequel, you <laughs> know? Um, the bugs look the same, too. Like, and I mean, and we'll talk about Arc Raiders later on in the news, but, like, this is my Arc Raiders now. Yeah, totally. You know, I mean, this is, it's, this is all I wanted from Arc Raiders, something like this. This looks better than Arc Raiders. <sighs> Arc Raiders looked, like, more high budget and more polished, but also, I know Arrowhead is a studio that doesn't, like, or at least from the, what they did before, and I've played several of their games, they don't abuse their players. Mm. And I had zero trust that, I, I believed Arc Raiders was going to abuse me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I was kind of like, I'm, I'll still do it. But, like, it was free-to-play. It's a new company from, like, big-type, you know, big-tycoon execs that are, like, all splintered off of other companies. And it's robots instead of bugs, right? Yeah, I guess it was, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like, I don't know, I'd rather shoot bugs than robots. Uh, same here, man. Same here. But, well, I guess the robots is, like, um, uh, me and my brother were big fans of Earth Defense Force back in the day. Right. You know, and that was always kind of like a giant robots mecha anime thing, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but... Uh, I just, you know, it's it's the uh, it's the gameplay, you know, it's the cooperative elements, it's the like, and I like how they have shots of like, you know, the guys on the ground taking out that really giant mm-hmm. bug. That's like, that's something that you could never get in the original game because it was top down, like right, perspective. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's really interesting. Oh, it looks good. <clears throat> I can't wait. You know, like, are they going to do the same button prompts thing? I certainly hope so. I loved it. How will they? How will you tactically pick where things drive? I mean, I don't. Will it switch to top down view to do that? I don't. Who knows? You mm-hmm. know. But uh, I have to believe that these guys can do it. Yep. You know, because they really. I was doubtful at first, but you know, honestly, they've given me no reason to believe they ha- they haven't they can't pull it off. Yeah. No, it looks um, so. And unfortunately, we have. I believe just um, there's just a 2023 uh, release date. So we okay, don't. Yeah. There's no specific date, but is it's, it end uh, of 2023? They just said 2023. Okay. Yeah. That's all we got. Um, I would need to check the NVIDIA League again, but I think the NVIDIA League didn't have release dates. It just had this year, like these, like a year. Right. Right. It was like, these games are all coming out this year. Um, so I don't think there was anything more specific there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but at the same time, you know, it's been a decade. 
they they quite clearly intentionally I mean they know the NVIDIA leak happened right mm-hmm. they quite clearly intentionally were like we're not showing anything yet we're not going to say that it's true you know like mm-hmm. they waited so long and the gameplay they finally do show looks so good that you know I, yep. I find it very encouraging but you know anyways no nope, for sure so yeah I mean that was the to me the showcase could have ended there and I would have been happy pretty <laughs> much yeah pretty much but I mean in terms of the other stuff like I definitely I mean I'm with you about uh, Spider-Man 2 um, I like Venom Mm-hmm. And while I like the Spidey Venom less than the Eddie Brock Venom, the Spidey Venom is kind of like from the comic books. I've actually read those. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to have the collection. It's a neat. The whole idea, the idea of him is neat. Like mm-hmm. where it's like he gets a weird suit that's like fucking with him a bit. He's still a good guy, but like he's starting to get like influenced kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, in the movie, he turns emo, right? Remember? I never saw the movie. The Tobey Maguire yeah. one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spider Man Three, I believe. He gets the Venom suit in that mm-hmm. one. No, I didn't see that one. Yeah. And he turns emo. Yeah? Yeah, yo. Dude, <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. Like he gets whiny? What does emo mean? Yeah, for Spider Man. Whiny? Well, yeah. yeah. Grunt, you know, dresses all in black, gets the emo oh. haircut, fucking might have like a little bit on. Of, a little bit of uh, Brandon Lee from The Crow, kind of. Gets mean a little bit. You know? <laughs> gets cool. Dancing, you know. Dude, <laughs> it was fucking goofy, but whatever. That's funny, man. That's funny. Those movies were goofy anyway. So. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I was really impressed by that game. Yeah, me no, too. I don't pay any attention to Spider Man, but I, you need This time I was like, wow, that's kind of. Yeah, I have no interest in playing it, but it's like, whatever. It looks well done. It made me feel like when I, f- I remember when I bought my PS4 for the first time, and I was, l- it was pretty early in the early when it was released. Uh, not that like maybe six months after it came out or something, and I was looking for game. There was nothing to play really. That was like mm. my genre, you know. And I saw Insomniac's, um, ironically, the same company, Insomni- Insomniac's um, Infam- Infamous. Infamous, yeah, yeah. That's the first, right? Yeah, Second Son. Infamous Second Son was, that was the a PS4 sequel. one. Yeah, yeah. I never played the first one, but at the time, that was one of the few games that was like AAA, uh, you know, big budget. Uh, cool was, too. Exclusive. Very cool. Very just a neat take on shit you know? yeah I mean yeah. I played that because I, I kind of literally didn't have anything else to play mm-hmm. and it was really neat you know like, like it's not my it's not my cup of tea but I had a, a good time with it yeah like, it was cool that you could choose yeah. good or evil yeah you know and totally that kind totally. of thing um, did they also do prototype no that's a different company okay. I can't remember the company but very uh, similar though they're like the comp- they're, they're the, comp- the competing uh, franchises they're yeah. like the same shit basically yeah. Yeah. You know? like, um, it's like one of those Elvis versus the Beatles things where some people like one better than the other but prototype was more like along the lines of you know Venom Carnage oh I didn't right? know that in yeah. terms of like you I can... never actually played it oh it's pretty fucking cool um, but anyways it doesn't matter I, just, yeah. uh, I remember that shit a long time ago well I mean all that to say from my perspective seeing the Spider-Man 2 footage it made me feel the same way I thought about Insomniac Second Son the first time I was like that mm-hmm. looks great and like even though I don't like these games like I would be curious to try that yeah you know? why not like, um, yeah it makes me I mean I, that Venom shit was cool mm-hmm. you know? I don't know like in the traversal looks good like I was telling you earlier like it, it gives me a really clear feeling of like next gen mm-hmm. it feels it like time. it feels like you needed a new console to do that mm-hmm. you know like mm-hmm. I don't know um, so that was pretty neat Alan Wake 2 it's cool yep. I mean I'm not as when Alan Wake 1 came out um, it completely stole my mind share for a brief period of time um, because it was you know it was kind of a perfect Josh game. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, it's rare that games nail it that much. Uh, my exact sensibilities in terms of horror, you know, mm-hmm. it's like half John Carpenter, half Stephen King, like you know, some like uh, log lady from uh, our good friend uh, Twin Peaks. Mm. Uh, who is it? I never uh, saw Twin Peaks. It's weird. <laughs> I tried once and I was it's like, "It's weird." I'm not feeling this. So. Yeah. 
I appreciate um, the things that came, that were inspired by Twin Peaks more mm. than I appreciate Twin Peaks itself. Fair enough. But seeing the bless you, Jesus <laughs> Christ, you scared the shit out of me, boy. I think he scared the shit out of himself. Yeah, you okay? You okay? Did I sneeze a little more? But yeah, seeing the original, it was like kind of satisfying to understand where the influences came from. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, so I mean, yeah, Alan Wake one at the time it really hit. Um, I will probably play this one. Uh, I don't think it looks quite as amazing as the original did, but I like what they're doing, and I, lo- I thought what they showed in the trailer was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the... I can't remember if we knew this after the show or not, but I read online that it's like a, that you play both. You play Alan and you play this FBI lady. That's hmm. interesting. They didn't do that in the first one. Um, you had a buddy in the first one who was... So she was kind of... was probably more fun. It was this guy, Barry. Uh, he was your... He was your... Your editor, or or your like book deal guy. What do you call it? agent? Publisher. Yeah, he was your your book agent publisher. Okay, you know the one that's supposed to push you to release the novel on time. Like, <laughs> well, he was that character for the writer, right? Because Alan Wake's a writer. Okay, and uh, he was amazing. Like, he was constantly just like around and like getting like freaked out by everything that was going on, but was like still kind of had integrity and was hanging in there. But he was always like deeply disturbed by all the shit going on and like mm. just trying to get you back on track, kind of thing. Like, he was really cute. But uh, nice. so, this is maybe a playable idea of having a partner in this one. And I thought it looked really cool. The trailer, I mean, uh, maybe the enemies are not as exciting as they were the first time, but listen, it's a uh, it's a new Alan Wake, yeah, yeah. I mean, Remedy themselves uh, kind of rubbed me the wrong way a little bit after. I heard a developer interview with I think it's is it um, I'm not going to forget his name I won't, I won't bother checking but the head of uh, one of the heads of Remedy like the, the, at least the public face, facing side can't remember the guy's name but like every time I hear him, the way I heard him talk about his franchises one time he really just rubbed me the wrong way and like so you know, that kind of like tainted me since then but mm-hmm. still I mean I can't deny that like I, I enjoy their style of making yeah. games you know so pretty excited about that um was there anything else for me that i really not not a lot of no real indie shit that stood out to me um i feel like i'm missing a really big one assassin's creed (laughs) good one (laughs) (laughs) um metal gear solid was like i mean it's that's cool but like did you see that that clip Mm-hmm. Like after I watched that clip, I was just like, "What is this?" Like I don't even fucking know what it's like because they're do- they're saying Metal Gear Solid Snake Eater remake. Then there's also a package of a re-release of the first three. So okay, the re-release, I get it. It's ports of the original games. But what even is this? Is it a remake? No idea. Is it the same thing? But it's just like it tells me nothing. It really infuriated me. Like, yeah, no, I. I, I didn't care for it at all. I already don't care that much about Metal Gear Solid. Although, if I was going to replay anything, it'd be five. I, I did, did think that looked pretty neat. Oh yeah, Dragon's Dogma Two. I know people are big fans of that. Mm. F- from what I hear, it's like Dragon's Dogma Two sounds more. Dragon's Dogma as a franchise, it sounds more exciting to me. Listening to the stories of people talk about it, mm-hmm. you know, and so it's like I, I, I feel like it's a really meaningful, big, important game. But personally, I'm not that interested. Jade Raven's new game, Jade Raven, is that what her name? Jade Raymond, excuse me. Her new game, hmm, whatever, could be all right. Um, there's there's got to be something I'm missing here. I, I remember Ghost Runner Two. I'm happy that that's continuing. It's still not for me, but it looks good and mm. it looks different. You know, there's like driving now, right? Mm. That's cool. No, it's not uh, not for me. Yeah. No, I thought the first one looked pretty neat. I mean, it looked uh, niche, but yeah, like you might you could have fun with it, but yeah, uh, definitely nothing for me. Yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, I thought I was missing something, but yeah, I guess that's it. Destiny. I mean, whatever. Yeah, it's it's more Destiny. Alan Wake, yeah, the, Spider-Man 2, What was the other one? Hell Help Divers. Wanted? Which one? The, the one that says Help Wanted there? What is Help that? Help Wanted. Help Wanted 2. I think it's over a couple. Left? Uh, to right? the right. Yeah, to the right. 
Five, night, five Nights at Freddy's. That's someone. Yeah, I was like, I don't understand what this is. Um, Does anybody? I, uh, I think they're adventure games. Okay. Like puzzle adventure games. Okay. You know? I, I don't. Know. Yeah, I had I no never, idea. For some reason, it's like Five Nights at Freddy's seems to be, uh, uh, judging by the amount they've released, it must be a very successful franchise. I have no fucking clue. Yeah, well, but this see. trailer did not really explain much. No. It was cute, I guess, but yeah, I just don't care about the... Uh, yeah, I guess that's really it. Anyways, yeah, well, it was so, a it was a showcase. It was neat. I don't know. I mean, I really just uh, I was so floored by the Hellvirus. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my god, finally, finally, like, thank yeah. you. You know, now I can stop caring about all these ironically imitation Starship Troopers games. One of which, including, is an actual licensed Starship Troopers game. <laughs> that I'm a little <laughs> interested in still, just because of the building defending aspect. Is that not you're not thinking of Silica, the RTS one, right? No, I yeah. don't think so. Did they have ba- yeah, they had building. They had building, yeah. Yeah. And I it mean, just seemed like that was kinda cool to build like some base defense kind of shit. Yeah. And, like it it really was a vibe in the movie. It's right? like sen- the, no, for sure. For when sure. they get to that like base it's like fucking everyone's dead and like the yeah. the, the, the hole into it and they're like what the fuck? And yeah. they get attacked, like Yeah, yeah no, totally. I, it really captured the vibe of the film for me. It's a, is it Extermination? Is that it? Yeah, Starship Troopers Extermination. Mm-hmm. 16-player co-op FPS that puts you on the front lines. Co-op FPS. That is pretty interesting. It has a 9 on 10 on Steam and a 6 on 10 on IGN. Yeah, they gave the... the I was going to mention that. Oh, that's really interesting. I didn't know the, it's the price. It's actually it's 25 USD. Whoa! So it is not... Uh, that's really interesting. It's not at all a uh, full price. Whoa! Game. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't realize that. I just, all I noticed about Starship Troopers, because me too, I was kind of excited about that, like we talked last time, is, uh, you know, it seems janky, which is not the problem. It's Necessarily. Like, yeah, not at all. You know, like, I, there's lots of janky, I mean, gener- gen- gen- Generation Zero. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, IGN gave their early access review a 6 on 10, and I was like, well, that's, that's pretty decent. I don't know. Nope. Uh, for IGN, it's not. Uh, to me, anything <laughs> above average. To me, it, a six on ten be. is above be. average, and that just means like. But knowing IGN, it's not trash. It, that's rough. Mm. Yeah, knowing IGN, you know, knowing how they review games, right. it's like like a six because it's kind of like you could see a six on ten is kind of like, you know, metaphorically that's the same thing as when skill up is like I kind of recommend, right? And he says some good stuff, mm-hmm. but it's like it has lots of problems too. Yeah, but they, when IGN says that, it's like it does a six on ten. I feel like that's a lot worse than a me, skill up. You I know just what I mean? hear a six on ten. I'm like, it's a pass. Um, yeah, and it doesn't mean I'm gonna necessarily buy it. They have a video review. Okay, yeah. This is a big tangent, but I feel like it's worthwhile. I mean, yeah, it looks low, low budget, but that's not necessarily a problem. No. The real question is, what I wanted to check is like, is it? Um... So we just got back from break. Came to mind that I think we did not wrap that segment at all. We just sort of, you know, did a massive trail off and then <laughs> excused ourselves. So uh, that's, you know, that's all that we have to say about PlayStation Showcase. We'll, we'll move on to a listener question. Uh, friend of the show, Fred, wrote in with this. Uh, he says, what are your thoughts on cozy games? Question mark. This just you know, came completely out of the blue. Uh, and he says, to quote, to me, a cozy game can range from classics like Harvest Moon to Stardew Valley to Animal Crossing and even to Dredge. I think Dredge is that, I think you're unfamiliar with it, but my friend Matt, I think we maybe talked about it once. My friend Matt was playing it. Uh, it's like a, a game where you, you sail around. It's a fishing game, mm. um, but it has like Cthulhu elements. Right. You unravel the yeah. Cthulhu. So yeah. I think it's like relaxing in the sense of like you're mostly just wandering around in your boat trying to catch fish. You know? mm-hmm. um, yeah, so I mean, he was saying, what are your thoughts on cozy games? He, he gives the examples of Harvest Moon, Stardew Valley, Animal Crossing, Dredge. He also thinks, he, he said after, No Man's Sky is another good example of a cozy game for some people. And I thought it was, I mean, you know, of course, 
Uh, it's I think it was just a fun thing to talk about, um, <laughs> mostly because you know when I initially read it, I'm like I don't really play those games, um, with small exception. Like I have some experience with Minecraft, which I think would fall in the category of what he's talking about, right? Mm-hmm. But it really made me think about it because I don't think I play cozy games in that sense. But at the same time, I would describe a lot of my gaming experiences as cozy. Right, right, right. Yeah. So you don't play the those cozy games, but you, you do have your own cozy games. And I'm ca- I came to the same thing. Exactly. When you first asked, I was like... Well, hey, you, I mean, you, you go first. Yeah, I mean, tell uh, me, you know... So well, yeah, I had to what, search. what are your thoughts on cozy games? So I had to search what a cozy game was, you know, and then they gave me a list very similar to the list that you gave. And um, I was like, okay. I'm like, yeah, I don't play these games. But um, then thinking about it, I'm like, well, I don't know. I mean... At times, it's been, um, you know, games like Ark and Conan, when you're already established and you're just kind of fucking around with stuff, making things, whatever, like mindless, yeah. not mindless, but no... Me- menial, yeah, maybe? Yeah. Menial chores, kind of? Pretty like, much, yeah, yeah. Like, not even chores. Like doing the dishes. Not even. listening to music or something. It's more like, um, you know, fucking making different armor and weapons to just compare them to other things or just rearrange stuff or just kind of like yeah like working on the fashion of your armor or something yeah you know whatever random shit that really doesn't matter but yeah it's just kind of like filler and like uh (laughs) pastime you know um cozy yeah Um, no totally i mean like a lot of the stuff that you know i don't play as much multiplayer elden ring with you or others as i would like mm -hmm. uh but I can say that, like, every time I've changed my armor set, it's always because in my head I have that I'm going to play with somebody. Mm -hmm. I want to show it off. And I want to look like this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, and that stuff is totally, I'm just sitting, like you say, I'm just sitting there sitting in menus, looking at different sets, Mm -hmm. being like, does that look good with that? Like, uh, maybe I can do this. Yeah, I need a little more poise, so i got to change the gauntlets. You know, like, whatever. Just little tiny things. Or for Elden Ring, for me, it's, um, uh traveling to an earlier part of the game and testing out different weapons with different ashes of war right. and whatever. Just like, I'm not worried about dying. Yeah. Um, I don't care. Uh, and I'm just like, testing shit out pretty yeah. much. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, I find that pretty relaxing. Yeah, and pretty no, I'm totally with you. Cozy, totally with you. you know. Um, <laughs> Here, let me, um, cozy definition. That always helps. Giving a feeling of comfort, warmth, and relaxation. That's pretty much. Mm-hmm. And then they give the example of a cozy cabin tucked away in the trees. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, I think that from my perspective, it's pretty much the same as you. I mean, I don't play Ark and Conan, although certainly when I think about those games, uh, from everything you describe and my incredibly limited experience with, like, uh, you know, loading up a game of Conan, so mm-hmm. it's like, that's exactly what I imagine being cozy about it, too, because. These games, in some sense, they really do strike me as, like, the similarities between uh, Conan and, say, Minecraft, they're, like, bigger than the differences, I would say. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, they look completely different, but, like, they're striking a really similar itch, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, Conan has more RPG elements, you know, yada yada, there's differences. Nudity. Sure. Um, <laughs> but, like... The basic idea of, like, wander around in a world, find a place you like to set up, set up some stuff, build some things to build better things, mm-hmm. you know, uh, gather this thing, gather that thing, make yourself a little base, like, and a lot of it's... Uh, the caveat I would put is PVE. Yeah. Um, so, even Doesn't conflict... Have PvP? I, I think so, but uh, Conan and Ark uh, both do, and Conan has PVE conflict where you can still kill each other. 
Um, So it's not so relaxing to run around the world and farm and do stuff because you still might die. So it's not as cozy. But doesn't Conan always have that uh, thing where it's like only between those hours? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as long as you're outside of those hours, you're guaranteed a a cozy, relaxing experience. Or if, again, you're only on PvE, then nothing to worry about. Well, there's a purge every once in a while, which can be a little stressful. So, I mean, yeah, they're probably not the best examples, but those are the games that I would, that I find cozy. Yeah, you know? Um, And again, Elden Ring is probably my main one. Elden Ring's my main one at the moment, too. And I think it made me think about, when he asked this question, the first place I went was like, I think it's just from software games in general. Mm. Those are my cozy, which is really weird. Because well, after your first playthrough, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like, I, I'm so experienced with from software games that it's it's almost hard to think about my first playthrough now. Mm. Not of Elden Ring, because it's so recent. But even, although even that, yeah. even Elden Ring, it's kind of not like a first playthrough, though, because I've played so many from software games that I already know... This, the it deal wasn't that different mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. like yeah there was more it was like a pizza pocket more stuff situation mm-hmm. you know they added more stuff but like it's still the combat still feels exactly the same as Dark Souls right you know pretty right. much as Demon Souls I gotta be honest you know like well, they haven't really changed like they added like, a horse different right? environments different enemies but like mm-hmm. they do the same shit over and over again mm-hmm. and it's a it's a shit that I really like you mm-hmm. know um, and like even Bloodborne you know it's like <sighs> I've probably played through that game like 20 times and like at least times three through 20 were all incredibly low stress. Mm. Like, I mean, it's not like once I learned that, like I learned that game like the back of my hand at the end. Mm. I knew every area. It's like got to the point where I would intentionally slow down in areas that were my favorites, like visually and artistically, just because I'm like, I just want to be in the zone a little bit longer, Mm. you know, like because I just enjoy being in that world so much. I almost feel like, you know, so I mean, those are the games that I relate to the most lately as being cozy. Dark Souls, uh, Demon Souls, I played less of, but you know, Demon Demon Souls was my first experience on, on the actual original, right, right. on PS3. So yeah, that was that was special, and I wouldn't describe it as cozy the first time. But I believe that. Yeah, just because it was like completely new, it was something I'd never experienced before. I was really turned off by the difficulty to begin with. Mm. I was like, what? I was like, why can I not do anything in this game? Like, mm. I couldn't make any progress, and, like, it was really frustrating. <laughs> yeah, I'd say the first playthrough, uh, maybe even two playthroughs on Elden Ring, I did not find cozy. Mm-hmm. Um, it's only now, <laughs> after however many characters, however many times doing it, that I'm yeah. like, ah, I can relax on this now. You yeah. know? Red Dead 2, Red Dead Online. I was like, yeah, that could be pretty laid back. I mean, yeah, yeah they're yeah. trolls and stuff, but like... Your stories sound laid back, if that makes sense. Yeah, I am the troll, you know? Like, so <laughs> if I get shot by somebody, it's like, I can't be mad. I'm like, <laughs> you know, whatever. It's a cowboy game, motherfucker. Like, yeah. I'm a cowboy. Yeah. Like, if I don't want to get shot, I'll go in defensive mode. I'll do something, yeah. a parlay, like, whatever. Um, yeah, so really it's pretty relaxing at mm-hmm. this point you know mm-hmm. because i put in so many hours with a buddy mm-hmm. you know but i don't i won't actually play that to re- like a long time ago i would have hopped on there to you know craft lots of shit and mm-hmm. make sure i have I'm full on this and that and mm-hmm. whatever you know like i wouldn't actually play the game the missions or anything i would just like you know hunt some ducks or something and it was like yeah that's pretty fucking relaxing mm-hmm. you know like Get some animal fat. Yeah. Ooh, yay. Yeah. You know, like, whatever. Fuck. But, yeah, not, not anymore. You know, that I... It's not... I have no desire. Yeah. So... Yeah, and it's like, you know, Elden Ring... 
at times, even now for me, is like, and I think the only reason why it was still pretty relaxing the first time I played it is just because of the extensive experience with the mm-hmm. with the developer. Although it was more like exciting the first time because it was just so, it's just so, I mean, the fucking, the, you know. So beautiful. The incredible size, breadth, depth of the world mm-hmm. was just like so, like, how is this even possible? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it completely, I was like, I don't, I, I it's like, a, I, before it came out, I would not have believed it was possible. Mm-hmm. I will be honest. Like if you t- if you came to me and were and were like from software, like told me, like, you know, they're like, this is our next thing. I'd be like, forget it. Mm. You know, like, not no, happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like you know, you're being cute, but like it can't be what you're describing. Mm-hmm. Like, just you know, I would never have believed it. So you know, I was a little sort of spellbound the first time. Yeah, fair enough. So in awe of like everything they did, but um, there's elements that are stressful. You know, like because it's like when I'm sitting there now by myself and I'm just like. And I would like to try more. I'd, I, w- I wouldn't mind playing with you more to get more also just... Um, I really feel like I did myself a disservice by not um, messing around with the PvP as much as I could have. Mm. You know, like, so if we just... Will I get invaded if I'm, like, level even level 40 and we mm-hmm. just do a co-op? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we should try that. Yeah, sure. that would be fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh, um, absolutely. The real bummer is that you can't use the horse. No. So it's like you got to find a good zone to hang out in. <laughs> you know, does that make sense? Yeah, I mean... Or, like, pick objectives. Like, oh, I have a dungeon here. Can you meet me here? Yeah, like, totally. Because also I have a lot of zones cut off because I just don't have that much progress in the... Right, right, right. right? But, I mean, like, that's also kind of the beauty is, like, all right, well, let's get this zone unlocked for you. So Yeah, that's true. Like, all right, let's go and do this area. Yeah. We'll get invaded. You know, uh, Fred does mention No Man's Sky. That did. That is a game that I consistently... I think on some level I don't like cozy games, maybe. Hmm. Not sure. But... That is a game that I consistently think about, and and wa- and always want to try. Every time I do try it, I find it infuriating, and like I, I, I want to hmm. turn it off. But I consistently, even to you know, even after that experience, I still think about it. And sometimes, like it looks like a good cozy game because yeah. yep. you just fuck around. Like if we if we played that, we'd be just gathering resources, trying to like get our ship going. And then, like, flying around the galaxy, looking for space pirates or some shit. Sounds pretty laid back. You know what I mean? Sounds pretty like, laid that's back. That's, like, a laid back that I could maybe get behind. But the problem is, in, in a lot of these actual cozy games that people really call, like, the genres, like, cozy games, almost, it's like, I'm just gathering some material on a planet, and it's the most... I want to... I want to... I want to bash my head in i'm gathering wood to make a box to store more wood in yeah you know it's like like, no i don't want that's boring you know Mm. like that's why i guess elden ring is a nice cozy game for me because there's still things to do for sure (laughs) i can fight enemies and that's that's fun or you you can just mess with different weapons and ashes of war and like yeah try out different things and be like holy shit i didn't realize this did that yeah and like I'm going to use this yeah. different spell, whatever. Like. For sure, for sure. I think the only, I guess, the, the, the thing that is closest for me to what Fred is actually describing is what people stereotypically think of as cozy games is um, probably the nostalgia games I play. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, like the old Super Nintendo games from when I was a kid, uh, RPGs specifically. Mm. Final Fantasy IV, Chrono Trigger, Secret of Mana, stuff mm. like that. They're extremely relaxing and calm. Um yeah, they're really like, or, or even maybe like an old Fire Emblem game on Game Boy that's like a tactical turn-based strategy. Right, right, right. Really right. low stress, like, uh, yeah, but no, really like Earthbound, Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy IV, these feel like, you know, muggo hot cocoa around the yeah, fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're watching your characters talk about their dialogue and like nothing's too, nothing's too difficult. Right, right. They maybe could stand to be a little bit more difficult, but mm. they're usually pretty, 
you know, they, you got to be pretty fucking bad to fail at a fight in Chrono Trigger or something. You know what I mean? Like, I probably would do it. <laughs> well, <laughs> but anyways, but yeah, I find those like that's probably the closest thing to like a true cozy game maybe that I play. Mm-hmm. I look at most of my list after getting this question. I'm just like kind of like, yeah, most of it's not very. It's not what I look at. It's not what no. I look for in games. You no, know, me like neither. Resident Evil Two Remake, absolutely not. Resident Evil Seven, pooh, you bet your ass not. Mm-hmm. Resident Evil Eight. Uh, more cozy than 7 but yeah, not very cozy I was just playing Alien Isolation recently that's about as far as you can get <laughs> um, what else is on my list like Death Deathloop not not relaxing still not cozy yeah. high, high octane action yeah. like you know Armored Core that I'm really stoked about that's not going to be cozy no uh, that Starship Trooper the Hell, Helldivers Helldivers is not going to be cozy nope uh, Aliens Fireteam is not cozy <laughs> no the majority yeah, of two yeah a that's, bit, a, yeah. that's a little uh, like very uh, low effort mentally. Hmm. Like I kind of switch off a bit when I. Uh, hmm. I imagine if uh, you know at some point in time during this show I wanted to talk about Diablo Four just because I don't want to ignore the game because it came out and it's huge. Hmm. Might as well bring it up right now. Um, just to mention Diablo Four real quick. Like yeah, that's a game that I that I think if I were to pick it up today, um, my buddy Joel is really excited about it. Matt's playing and he he really likes it. It makes it's expensive, and I'm not sure if I'm in the mood for a Diablo game at the moment. When I say expensive, it's standard AAA game price. Right. But like, that is a lot. <laughs> and uh, for something you're not sure you want to play, yeah, yeah, right now, it's kind of like I may I might be a little bit over Diablo. Mm. Yeah, well, I, at least, I don't know, dude. I think it. I think most games, you know, come in uh, kind of phases. Well, Diablo Two Remake that surprised me with you know mm-hmm. I, I played a lot of that game and yeah. I really 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 liked it. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, um, but you got your fill of Diablo. Yeah. You know, so like maybe. in another six yeah. months, maybe it'll be on sale. You'll yeah, be like, you maybe. know, yeah. I kind of feel like playing some Diablo. But I think if I were to play that now, even though I play on hardcore mode where you have permadeath, it's still the gameplay itself is 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 cozy. Hmm. It's overall very low engagement. You know, you figure out what works and then you rinse repeat your formula mm-hmm. to get different loot. It's very. I find that very little relaxing. It's yeah. kind of like no, uh, you're you. just turning a wheal constantly. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, although of course you can play with friends, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah. Anyways. Um, there you go. We mentioned Diablo Four. I had myself a note yeah, of yeah. like mention Diablo Four at some point. It's kind of like I feel sometimes I feel guilty because we're a video game podcast that we don't talk about stuff like the fact that Diablo just came out. We have barely talked about that. Um, what else just came out recently? You know, Jedi Fallen Order was a big game. Mm-hmm. We didn't talk about that. Um, I'm missing some other massive thing. Redfall will at least uh, touch on later. That that Redfall news article that we'll discuss. I actually put that on though, just because I'm like it's a big game. I wanted to discuss <laughs> talk about on it, some yeah. level, you know, like because yeah. sometimes I feel like. It's like, I, I, I feel like it's dangerous to go too close to the sort of, like, if it was really just the things that we were interested in, you'd be having Conan news, Ark news, I'd be talking about Vampire Bloodlines Masquerade too. Well, that shit comes in phases, though, you know, my interest. And, like, yeah, it would be, you know, after the third delay, I would not want to talk about it ever again, you know? It'd be like, But it'd be Hunt or something, you know what I mean? It's just, like, mm-hmm. we like what we like, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, like, For sometimes sure. it's tough to remember that there's, like, a... Other games? You yeah. know... And the interesting thing too is that I do pay attention to those games. It's just like they're they're just they occupy a smaller, a mm-hmm. much smaller space in my mind. Same yeah. as like Spider Man too. It's like I can watch footage and be like, that looks really neat, but that occupies a very small space in my oh, head. Oh yeah, totally. You know, it's kind of like that's the kind of game that I'm only going to play if, let's say, I'm playing tons of the Marvel Champions card game, and for some reason I'm loving Spider Man. Mm-hmm. I'm just like I want some other Spider Man thing to consume. That makes sense. You know, like when I came home from from vacation in Portugal, I just read this Aliens book that was actually really, really enjoyable. They did an annoying, like, it's between Alien 1 and 2, and they did one of those annoying, like, she arrives, and then it is conveniently wiped of all memory 
of everything that happened before she leaves because it needs to be before the second movie so there can't be any you know what I mean but the book itself if you ignore that was actually really enjoyable if Dan ever listens to this Dan I did enjoy the book um, thank you and um, so after reading that I was like can I is there anything aliens I can do which is where the isolation came mm-hmm. from but mm-hmm. you know uh, anyways um, Fred hope that answers your question yeah. it, was, it was a fun little uh it was a fun thought process. Yeah, it was a fun thought process. Um, so, I mean, listen, we were going to move on to what we've been playing. That sort of mostly covers it for me. Um, Elden Ring, you know, which is cozy. I, I played a little bit of that when I got back from vacation. Alien Isolation is... Because it's a game we always... It's, I think part of the reason why I want to try it too is because, you know, whenever you talk about it, I'm just like, yeah, th- those things do sound really cool. And I'm, I'm always like, you know... Yeah, I didn't fuck with it that much. Uh, to be honest, like I messed with it a bit and um, didn't go crazy on it, but I really enjoyed what I saw. You know, I was like, "This is a really cool thing." It's not my thing, but yeah. it's like I got to give it some credit. Yeah, you know, like yeah. this feels like Alien. Yeah, like dude, the cassette tapes and shit. It was, it was yeah. just like, yo, this has some. I don't know. I mean, to me, the the job that company did with... I'm going to look them up. I I, I mean, it was meaning to remind myself to do that. But the job they did on the game is, like, fucking unreal. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... It made me think, like... Like, if there's going to be a System Shock 2 remake, for example, where they do um, more like a Resident Evil 2 remake style, where it's, like, it is the original story, but they completely redo all the mechanics. They completely redo all the fighting and stuff. We'll talk about System Shock 2 Enhanced Edition later, but that's really just a straight port. Mm-hmm. It's not like a reimagining or anything. Right. I'll probably still play it because it's one of my favorite games, but it looks fucking old now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it does not hold up at all. Well, no. Know? Um, it's a shooter from like '98 or something, right? Like, uh, of course, it's any like that can't hold up. <laughs> yeah, but like when I played Alien Isolation, I'm like, that's who should do. You want to do a System Shock remake? Mm. These guys should do it. It's like the, the what they've done with like the environment of walking around on a space station is like insane. Mm-hmm. Like the way the fucking fog looks, the way the the like steam vents come out of the walls, mm-hmm. like the way doors sound, like everything, man. The way like. You go in. You go in a, a a fucking maintenance vent, and like the lights like swing side to side. Mm. It's kind of rickety because the ships are all a little jury rigged in that. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like mm-hmm. cheap mining vessels yep, and, like, by yep, corporations yep. that don't want to pay a lot of money for them. Mm. It's just like the atmosphere they managed to do for that game is like insane. Yep. And like within fifteen minutes of trying Alien Isolation again, I was like just so impressed by the 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 job this company did. Even if it's a game that I ultimately do not like, it's like. Including the voice acting, like the the character that talks to you really fast on his name's like Axel or something, mm. and he like he's the first one that like puts a gun points a gun to you and is like you know who are you what do you want and like you guys has, start to have this tense relationship because he's like okay well I want to get out of here you want to contact your vessel fine let's go find the communications and like his dialogue is amazing <laughs> like the the VO is insane you know it's like it felt like almost movie quality VO and I'm like where is the sh- how did these people do this like this product is like insanely polished yep yep. So, I mean, I played the probably, like, God, it's such a weird experience. It's like, so I got to the point in the game where you, yeah, you fight human enemies for the first time. And I'd forgotten about this before. And it was the exact same point I turned the game off last time. I reached it again, and I was like, I tried it, like, eight times. It's like the first time you have to fight enemies. You're supposed to stealth them, but you can fight. But Mm. the stealth is really difficult also. And it's like you have to stealth three of them at the same time. And I tried it eight times and was like, this is impossible. And I immediately deleted the game. Didn't quite delete my save data. 
and then went to read about it online. And it's like everybody agrees that this is the worst encounter in the world. Mm. You know what I mean? It's just mm-hmm. like, and it's it, part of the problem with me is like the forced stealth. I hate. I stealth. hate that. I hate that it's so much. So bad. It drives me crazy. It's it I always has. It. it always has too. The Assassin's Creeds and stuff. You know, it's like. You got to do something, and it's like if you get spotted, mission over. Yeah. Oh, you failed, and it's yeah. just like, dude, like I don't want that. I want it to be an option, and the ideal way to do it. But I want to be able to fucking sur- like, yeah, do at least try and survive it or something. Like, give me a a fucking loop. I don't know, but when it just says failed mission because you've been spotted, it's like, yo, that pisses me off. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. It's just like I feel. I feel it's missing out on so much opportunity, you know, where it's, I, you should be able to run and fucking rehide or whatever, you know, do I mean, something, I, kill I, the guy, I don't know. I think Elden Ring does it correctly, you know, it's mm-hmm. like the way that it's completely optional, it's like, that's the way to get me to interface with stealth, is make it completely not a requirement, mm-hmm. and then I will want to do it often, mm-hmm. just because you gave me the option, it's like, yeah, that's the problem, is like, this encounter, which is the perfect example, it's infuriating, it was mm-hmm. awful, yep. it's awful to play it, like, mm-hmm. it's literally awful, like, I, I'm, I just... It's horrible. Every every part of it is horrible, you know? But every single part of the game up to that point is amazing. Yep. Well. So finally, I you know, I looked up some stuff online. I'm like, all right, let me just try this, you know, a few more times. Just because I, I would just like to see. Cause it, and it was so funny that I remembered that I lit this exact same experience the first time. I couldn't get past this point. <laughs> and it's pretty, it's far in. It's like a, you play for a good, like, maybe three hours before you get to that point. Okay. Of just, like, really cool exploring the ship and, like, dialogue. And it's like, it's just a it's almost like an interactive story. Mm-hmm. And that part I was like 100% into. You're even picking up, and it has like decent gameplay elements. Like you collect crafting stuff. Mm-hmm. You, there's like limited crafting. You can make these things that can be used as like distractions or whatever. You know, you even get a gun at a certain point in time. So there is some combat. You know, mm-hmm. obviously you can't kill the alien, but like, and it's like this this encounter with like stealthing free humans just made me want to be like, can I just skip this? Can you just give me the alien mm-hmm. that I can't kill? Mm-hmm. It's like that would be so much better than this awful, you know. Like, anyways, so I got lucky. The next time I tried it, I brute forced my way through. I just I fucking hid from them until they like got turned around somewhere, and then hammer wrench killed them. <laughs> it took like a long, long, long time, but I managed to do it. Saved immediately after. I was like, okay, I can try the rest of this game. So I got further, and the game continues to be awesome. I found the androids. The androids are so fucking cool, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, they are intimidating as fuck. They're maybe a little bit too hard. Like, you can I just got the gun when you get the androids. You can kill them, but only headshots do damage. Uh, body, other body, body area doesn't do anything. Uh, they need like four or five headshots and maybe also a wrench hit after that. Oh my god. They're insane, yeah. And you don't have that many revolver bullets. That's kind of good though. It is. You know, because it's really like, cool. they're fucking androids. But they're How scary, easy do you think man. it would be to kill one? And your first experience, and like, dude, I should show it to you, man. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Like, have you ever seen like when they when they grab you? Like, if you walk too close to them, they will pick you up and just start fucking with you. And the, and the way they play with you, it's like, like if you try to wrench smack them from their, in front of them, they will catch the wrench like bury your hand down and then like smash you against the wall it's really cool (laughs) like they feel like these like and they like talk to you the whole time and like you know like your first encounter with an android and human is like something like the android is like telling them how they you know you're feeling a little aggressive today we feel that you need to calm down the android is like talking them down while it's like smashing them against the wall (laughs) and bashing their face in it's amazing like it's such a genius like uh i don't know i mean i just I can't help but be blown away by the, the, the elements that they put in this game. Mm-hmm. So much so that I would almost even say it's worth trying for you just because 
Like, I mean, I hate the gameplay too, but mm-hmm. the game is so well done that it's like almost doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't know anyways, but um, they did something special. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It really makes me... Um, I mean, I, I know I'm going on and I, I apologize, but I'll just check really quick who's the developer because it really makes me want to play other stuff by them or to just at least keep an eye on them. Because if this developer ever makes another sort of like sci-fi, sci-fi FPS thing, mm-hmm. like I think it'd be a really good idea to check them out. Um, what the? It's by Creative Assembly, and who? What does Creative Assembly do? Do they do anything? British developer, Shogun Total War. That's a strategy game that has nothing to do with this. Um, gosh, did they just fucking randomly strike out into FPS territory and then knock this out of the park the first time? It's like, yeah, it's because you're 100% right. It's like the game is weird, and it makes me want to turn it off sometimes, but it is super special mm-hmm. and insanely impressive. Yep, you know? yep. Like, the level of detail here. Well, is... it really captures the vibe of yeah. the first movie, yeah. which is, like, kind of hard to do considering the movie's 50 years old. It's nuts. <laughs> you know, or well, I, I don't know. How from what I can do. tell, like, the, after 2014, Alien Isolation, they've only been doing Total War games. <laughs> this seems like the only FPS they've done. This is crazy. Well, you know, like... What happened? <laughs> you know, like, anyways. So, Creative Assembly looks like uh, people to keep an eye on. If they ever, I mean, if these guys ever do any anything again, mm-hmm. I think they'll have my attention just because it's like I've never seen people do something special like this game. It's really weird. Well, it was the IP that got me on that, and also yeah. it was probably like thirteen dollars or something. Um, but sure. um, I had to get it. You know, it makes me feel less bad for buying it at launch at eighty bucks, just because it's like it's a good thing to support, even mm-hmm. if it's kind of like ultimately not my genre. Mm-hmm. But uh, certainly not cozy. No, 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 no. Damn, the game's cool, though. Yep. And it makes me realize again, too, it's just like, games can have amazing VO. Mm-hmm. They don't have to suck, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you can have actor quality. The, the ironic part is that the main character, like you, your mm. Ripley's like daughter, she's terrible. Mm-hmm. But everybody else is like, at the worst, they're, they're just, like, average. And Axel, like, the ones you talk to a lot tend to be really good. Huh. Um, like, Axel's dialogue was insane up until the point where they alienate him. <laughs> which was also really impressive <laughs> anyways um, yeah what about you me I've only been playing a little bit of uh, Elden Ring and uh, a couple of rounds of Hunt Showdown um, yeah I mean not much to say about either of those games they're both phenomenal how are you um, feeling about that um, that new gator boss that you were just showing me the rock jaw yeah Yo, it looks cool man yeah and I saw that trailer and I was like oh maybe I'll play some Hunt and it's not out yet um but, uh, yeah, they're always adding stuff, you know. And you they're suspect al- he's a wandering boss, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure like it just is. just part of the map, kind of. But it seems like they're adding a uh, rain element, which is going to really muffle sound. Right, that's true. Right, like they added a fire one in one event where, like, half the map is on fire. You couldn't hear shit. Like, dude, all you could hear is fire. Um, mm. Which is really interesting for a game that focuses on sound. Mm-hmm. You know, like you got to be careful. <laughs> like, holy 100%. shit, you could be walking, and then on the next thing you know, there's three people right in front of you. Like, yeah. What the fuck? Um, super cool. But, so it's I nice think that they mess with the formula. Yeah, I think they're going to do something like that with this. And um, I don't know. I mean, I'm curious as hell. It looks scary as fuck. And, yeah. Uh, hey, yeah, there's a teaser for it out now. And uh, I don't know when it's actually coming, but... Uh, Something to keep an eye on. I mean, if they've got that much footage, it's got to be relatively soon, you'd think. I would you think. Know, if they're ready to tease, like, the actual, the way he looks and stuff, mm-hmm. it's probably pretty soon. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, they, I mean, they're always adding stuff. New weapons, new... Uh, they they have events going, but they're weird. Um, they're not like the old events where it's like, 
you have to earn the points for the event to progress the the event. It's like you have to you have to unlock these challenges. They're called some journey. No, they're called journey something steps? else. No, that's Conan. Yeah, but uh, they might also be. Entry. They're journal like journal entries in your book, your grimoire entries or something. Yeah, no, they might actually be journey steps in this too. Um, oh no, no, they're called something. Oh fuck. Um, I remember the name threw me off. I was like, what? Um, either way, it's like uh, could be you know kill players with a certain with a rifle. Right, uh, four times or something like that. Yeah, and it'll, like you'll unlock some random shit, and uh, eventually that'll progress the uh, the event along. But I don't know. Um, I feel like that's for really hardcore people, mm. and I'm not one of them. So uh, yeah, I have completed one or two other events, but uh, that was before, mm-hmm. and like pretty tedious, man. Like some of it, it's pretty <clears throat> takes a lot. It gives you something to do if you're struggling with something to do. Well, yeah, if you want to play, like, fucking 20 rounds a day, sure. You know, yeah. like, you can totally get something out of it. But, like, I don't know. That's, uh, I'm with you. Yeah. I, prefer the, I prefer the more casual, you know, going in to shoot people. And, yeah. um, you could argue doing what the actual point of the game is, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> but some of the best times I've ever had in that game were, like, going in with an axe. And, like... What can I do with an axe? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, cool, I'm just going to hide in this corner here because somebody's going to come for this clue and then somebody comes. That's how I got my first kill. Really? Straight up with an axe. You I know? just gave the fuck up on trying to kill people because I couldn't shoot for shit. I was just dying left, right, and center. And I was like, I'm going to bring in a free hunter with an axe and fucking, I don't even know if I had a gun. But um, yeah, I just like fucking hit. Somebody came along and I was whack fucking got my first kill nice <laughs> amazing nice. did the trophy pop yeah, yeah totally <laughs> i didn't know about that trophy until i i mean do you want to just uh, tackle the bot hunters thing now yeah, because well. why not yeah. um we were going to talk about it later in the news but since we're on the topic might as well get into it um but because of that video um i guess i can say you know there was a we were going to throw this in at the end there was a pc gamer roundtable at gdc mm-hmm. uh, just recently uh maybe a month or less than a month ago ish something like that something like that um and uh there was a, a hunt showdown content creator was speculating uh, because of some, some of the things that the i guess uh crytek right is it mm-hmm. crytek some of the crytek uh sort of senior management on hunt were present in this uh this developer roundtable and they were discussing some of the things they had planned for the future their thoughts on the game whatever blah, yeah, blah, blah. some of the difficulties you know yeah with the events yeah, and... yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the sort of the development of the of the game and whatnot and uh this content creator is speculating that they might be adding ai bots because of a couple of things the guy said we'll get into that in a second but because of this conversation um one of the things they do talk about is how there's a trophy for your first kill mm-hmm. and that something like less i think they said something like less than 40% of players actually have that trophy i believe that's what they said yeah and right when they said that i was like you know what i'm not sure if i've gotten that trophy actually <laughs> and i've played like not a lot of hunts but i've probably tried like 10 rounds 12 rounds i don't know how much did we maybe 15 20 i don't know we only well, did I played it a couple a bunch of times by myself yeah we only played together like twice three times i think uh, maybe a bit i think a bit more than that like five six maybe know, eight i don't know like we wasn't tried. that much man because yeah. I, I wanted well, to play with you but you played more on your own yeah and yeah. you were like oh well i want the crossbow i needed to yeah. upgrade or i needed to unlock the big crossbow so what can i say i'm a solo player yeah, yeah. whatever man but um well, I, I could have gotten the trophy during that time. <laughs> I definitely didn't. Uh, yeah. 
I need to check now, man. Yeah, I think I, I don't, I think I it just really made me think. I'm like, yeah, I don't actually don't know if I've ever gotten that show. <laughs> Fair enough. I mean, I like to think that I have, but I'll, I'll check when I go home today. But mm-hmm. uh, I mean, listen, maybe you know, Hunt Showdown, Helldivers. I know there's a game we're forgetting, but maybe this could maybe persuade you to get a PS5. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. I know there's at least one other thing that we discussed recently where you were like, yeah, maybe for that one. Well, there's. I mean, Ark is gonna be. PS5 I think so. Only? Yep, I think so. Okay. The Ascended Edition or whatever. I have to the... go back to our topic lists, but I know there was one thing we discussed where you were like, "Yeah, that could be a." Mm. I think it might have been Ark, honest. Um... Hmm. Anyways, um, but yeah, in terms of the the AI bot hunters thing, I mean, can you shed any light on this? Well, like, I I listened to the interview, the parts that were in the the the, the guy clipped out from the not the whole GDC thing, mm-hmm. but. I don't really, I mean, the, I heard the developers really briefly talk about, unless I missed something, to me it did not sound like they were talking about adding AI bot hunters Dude, I didn't it hear that It seemed like pure all. speculation. I didn't yeah. hear that, even anything that could remotely lead you into that direction Yeah, thinking. Like, I, I was just like, wait, what? Yeah. Like, how did you get that out of what they said? Yeah. Um, so... I mean, and for perspective, uh, for people listening, this is like a 14 and a half minute video uh, about a lot of shit mm-hmm. uh, that is entitled Devel- uh, Hunt Showdown adding AI bot hunters, maybe question mark. I mm-hmm. can't remember if question marks in the title I or think not. there is. But still, that's the title. And it's like, he doesn't even talk about that for like 80% of the video. <laughs> uh, it <laughs> it really doesn't make man. any sense to me. That, that it that actually struck me as a clickbait title. Yeah. Um, well, it got me to click on it. Good point. <laughs> Indirectly, it got me to click on it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I didn't get how he came to that conclusion and um they talk about the difficulties of adding ai bot hunters at one point in time right like they're speculating about what it would be like you know because they they draw the comparison from i want to say it's like the the ai drivers in um driving games you know like like gran turismo or something maybe or like when you play mario kart and like you know all the other mario karts are controlled by the computer Mm -hmm. i think they're drawing a comparison between what that's like and the you know how they could how that would translate into a game like uh, like Hunt Showdown, where you would, if you could have a, like AI hunters, they don't give any context, so it's unclear why they were discussing that because we don't have the whole. I wasn't listening to the whole show. No, um, but that's the little snippet. Is they're just saying like, oh yeah, you could do that, but you know, it's it's really tough to do those kinds of things. Like adding AI, like having AI drivers is like difficult. Like that's like not a simple thing, kind mm-hmm. of thing. And like that's all they say about it. Well, also, to it's, me. yeah, like I, again, I didn't get how they came to that conclusion, but it was just more the developers talking about how. It's difficult to plan events and to really aim the game when you have people that play, you know, 40 to 50 hours a week and yeah. people that play two. Right. And, like, it's, you know, that's where the 40% of right. players didn't even kill another player yet. Right. And I feel like that's maybe where the guy got the idea that, well, maybe AI bots might make that easier for people to actually kill other players. I don't know. But, yeah. To me, it's like, that's not another player if you kill an AI bot. It's maybe, you know, I mean, there was that <laughs> you know story. What I mean, right? Totally. Like, totally. it's just... Mm. I, I agree with you, yeah. But there was that story a long time ago about, you know, Hunt Showdown adding PvE elements, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, that was a thing. Well, they added a, um, an extended tutorial, I believe, that had mannequins and, like, a fucking shooting range okay. and, like, different stuff. But I never saw it. I never. It might be only on PC. It might not be out yet. I don't really know. Uh, I just saw it in a video, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Um, and, and that speculation about Hunt Showdown, Hunt, Hunt, excuse me, Hunt Showdown adding PVE, that wasn't purely rumor. That was like some. It was confirmed in some way. It wasn't specific, but it was like 
They weren't basing it on. It wasn't strictly. No, a I think rumor, it was right? based on it the. Was a long time ago, though. I think it was based on the tutorial. Okay, um, maybe because maybe. it was like they expanded the tutorial thing, and it was like, okay, so now you can. I think there was even an NPC that talks to you and explains some shit, mm-hmm. and you get a chance to like practice the knife, practice all kinds yeah. of stuff, uh, headshots on mannequins, um, yeah. test out different guns, stuff like uh-huh. that, and it was like uh, sort of like the trials, right? But in the tutorial. So it was just, it seemed a little more focused because uh, the tutorial isn't much of a tutorial. Um, mm. They just kind of throw you in, right? Well, there's a lot of like big pop up tips that are pretty useful. Oh, is there? Yeah, no, it's actually not, it's not that bad. I mean, oh. it's, I mean, maybe it's not amazing, but like when I, I went back to it because I was about to play with you one time and like, yeah, there was a lot of um, little tidbits. A lot of little tidbits, and they explain the very basics of every single element of like this is what the dark side does. This is when you use it. Okay. This is what a clue is. Crows. Uh, this is what happens when. Yeah, this is what happens if you banish a boss. Mm-hmm. This is what happens with this. You know, these are your okay. objectives. Like uh, okay, okay. So yeah, I mean, it's. I actually thought it was pretty good. Like, um, anyways, I mean, the idea of AI bot hunters could be fun, like as a training grounds for the rest of the game kind of thing. It could be decent, or like a way for someone like me who is less. Good. <laughs> Let's just. Oh, I suck dick at this game, man. I'm horrible. I mean, it could be a, a, a decent way to practice, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but but I'm I feel shitty will never shooting. Be PDE, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, true PVE doesn't really make too much sense in the game. The whole game to me is the PVP part. Like yeah. that's the only thing I care about when I play these days, and it's mostly because of who I play with. I play with like the fucking rain men of uh, this world, you know. Like right. uh, that's. Uh, 192 toothpicks on the floor. It's like, yo, headshot from 150 <laughs> yards. You know, it's like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I didn't even see the person that these guys shoot. Totally. And it's like, you know, get killed. Other guy will get killed. And then the one survivor will take out two teams of yeah. three. You know, yeah. and it's just like, Jesus Christ. Like, these guys are idiots of ants. Like, they're amazing at the game. So it's like an extra shitty playing with them. You know, like, I get carried through the bayou on a regular plane. Even when we start, I'm like, yo, I hope your back's doing good, because you're carrying me today. Um, but, yeah, anyways, it's uh, it's an awesome game. It's just, um, I suck at it. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, should we move on to the news? Yeah, but actually, I gotta run to the bathroom again. So, uh, time for some news. So, moving on to number one. Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 reemerges with new screenshots and refund, on, and refund offer. Let that sink in. Uh, <laughs> this I'm getting off IGN. Um, their intro of the article reads, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is back from the dead with an offer of refunds and a fresh batch of screenshots. Uh, and and this, they're getting this from a message to the fans from publisher Paradox Interactive, uh, acknowledging that it's been sometimes the last update on the long-awaited but troubled role-playing game. Uh, I read through this um, this message. There isn't that much that's not covered in the IGN article. And really, there isn't too much to say here. Uh, basically, this is the first official confirmation. I really felt vindicated when I read this. The first official confirmation that this game is, in fact, in active development. Hmm. There was a, a really small rumor, I want to say before, from, I want to say, Lars, Lars Wing 4, I believe, CEO of the publisher. Uh, maybe it was, was it Paradox? Or was it the, is Paradox the publisher? Hang on. Lars is maybe part of Embracer Group who owns Paradox. Okay. They had a, a financial report where someone, a fan asked him about uh, Bloodlines 2 and he gave a somewhat cryptic answer that really made it sound like um, the game was not actually cancelled. Hmm. But he didn't, he was like, but we're unwilling to say anymore at, the, at this point in time. So other than that, which was like about a year ago I think, 
<clears throat> there's been nary a peep from any official party mm. about this game. So I just thought this was really cool because, uh, mainly because I remember from that, I, I sh- you probably recall too, that E3 footage a long time ago mm-hmm. from uh, Bloodlines 2. I thought it looked incredible. Right, right. Um, and I'm, I've always, uh, I have a familiarity with the franchise because, and it's been about, I want to say, um, yeah, yeah, 2004. It's we're coming on two decades, hmm. uh, which is crazy. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a big, big, but the original had a small but really devoted uh, sort of following. I mean, it's based on the role playing game, right? Vampire the Masquerade, right, right. which again, it's like it's. I've never known anyone who actively plays it, but it's a it's a big game. Mm-hmm. It has a yeah a small but really devoted following. Uh, and it's one of those RPGs that's been around for like forever mm-hmm. that has never died. Right. You know, even cool. though it's never really become mainstream either, it's never died either. And um, I just think the game looks really cool. The E3 footage looked awesome. They basically just said like, you know, uh, we're back. I think this this it sounds actually really cool uh, with the way they frame it. Um, so the last actual piece of news we had was 2021. They ditched Hard Suit Labs. Um, they didn't say that they ex- explicitly had canceled the project, but they had parted ways with the developer. They're like, we're not happy with the way it's going. We're going to put this on the shelf. Delayed indefinitely. Canceling new pre-orders. And Paradox, in this message, they just announced that they're going to show more Bloodlines 2 this September. Uh, but in the meantime, they also offer refunds to anyone who has pre-ordered any edition of the game. So I just thought it was kind of cool that they're like, listen, we're, yeah, they're also actively, they're proactively refunding all pre-orders of physical products uh, and pre-orders of all digital products. They're telling people, you know, you can keep your pre-order if you want or feel, please feel free to just cancel now with us. So they're being really kind of, it feels like very consumer friendly in terms of just like being open and kind of, it feels like an acknowledgement of the fact that like the development's been troubled. And mm-hmm. Like here, take your money if you want. We don't mind, you know, like, but the game is coming out. We're going to show more in September. They gave a very, very small... Uh, here's what they say. Um, we acknowledge it was a long time ago that many of you pre-ordered Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. As development continues, we'll be updating the game's editions and bonus content, and we want to provide you the best value to those of you who supported us via via digital pre-order after all this time. To tie fans over until September, Paradox released a new post-alpha in-game screenshots below. The screenshots are very whatever, uh, mm-hmm. but they're screenshots, and thank you for showing something. I don't yeah, know. I mean, yeah. And they said, you know, more news will be coming in September... The previous speculation and rumors on this game was that it was going to come out this year. It was just, uh, you know, just rumors. Right. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all there is to say. Um, I'm just happy to see that the game is coming out. Finally. Um, yeah, I mean, I still, you know, I remember that uh, E3 footage. Uh, I can't remember what year it was, but I remember it really well. Um, and the trailer they showed was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I'm deeply, you know, the idea of this game, it, like, really appeals to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't really wait to say more. And I'm just really sh- shocked that finally there's actual official word about the game. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Moving on to number two. Uh, d- despite facing huge hurdles, Star Wars' PS5 KOTOR remake is still in development. Uh, this I got off Push Square. Despite facing huge hurdles, Star Wars' Star Wars's PS5 KOTOR remake is still in development. I think I said that already. Star Forging onwards. Uh, this is uh, Sunday, May 28th. Um, and Push Square writes, It looks that Troubled Nights of the Old Republic remake for PS5 is still in development, for the time being at least. That's according to the latest Embracer Group financial report, which lists the title in its announced game section. Uh, this is something of a ray of hope for the title. When asked as recently as last week about the project, Embracer CEO Lars Wingfors said, I may have been confusing this with the vampire, mm. but I still think it is Lars Wingfors. Because I remember this guy from an Embracer shit when he was being asked questions about about Vampire. Anyways, Embracer Group is huge. And yeah. they, they own a lot of... They embrace a lot of properties. Correct. Um, Lars Wingforce said, My favorite question... 
the implied being about Star Wars KOTOR. I have no further comments. Uh, this, combined with the massive delay, not to mention changing studios, led many to believe the ambitious remake was as dead as Alderaan. Cute. <laughs> How confident are you that the KOTOR remake will come to fruition? Will we ever get the chance to make questionable decisions at Sith School again? Let us know in the comments section below. So, uh, really, you know, again, there's not much to say here. It's just that everyone assumed before this article, like we discussed, I want to say one to three months ago? I can't remember. A while ago. A little while ago. They had... You know, there was a complete, uh, there was a big thing where there was a complete lack of faith in the developers' current, you know, they were like, I think I, wa- I want to say they were so not pleased with Aspire Studios, how they were handling it, and they were like, this game is in such a rough state that we are, pr- it's, it's indefinitely delayed now, we're changing developers, we're essentially, like, you know, they didn't say they were going to keep going, they kind of said they were scrapping the project-ish. Mm-hmm. Or at least scrapping the current iteration, right? Because right, they just like, right. I'm sorry, but this just is not... It's not working. Which, and we're going to talk about Redfall a little bit later, you know, that's the kind of thing that you actually hope people would do in a lot of cases, yeah. right? It's, like, yeah. it's really nice when studios, especially with a license that's important to Star Wars, not only a license that's important to Star Wars, but also this KOTOR game is like one of the beloved games. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like everybody, like there's so many people are just, including myself, really in love with the KOTOR game. I played the shit out of it. I loved it. Um, it part of the reason why it was so cool is because it was the very briefly alive uh, D&D version of Star Wars because okay. okay. yeah Star Wars uh, there was like a marriage between Star Wars and Wizards of the Coast at one point in time mm. where they licensed, they made a Star Wars with the licensed D&D rules so it was like same rules Star Wars version right, right. Um, and it was neat because in the KOTOR game because at the time uh, it was based on that property like that role playing game right mm-hmm. um, they had all the same rules so I was able to follow along because I, since I know D&D I know the way the, the rule structure works and everything in the game like th- that's how they handled all the when you read the stats of an item it was framed in terms of the D&D D20 system right 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 so it was cool because it's like I, I already had so much familiarity with that, with that I knew exactly how each lightsaber works or how each pistol works or mm-hmm. you know what I mean and like it was a really nice um, it was just a really fun cool RPG the mm. combat was like it's one of those cool combats where it's kind of like you control everything turn-based, um, but as soon as you hit play, it does all the stuff in real time. Okay, that's cool. It's just you pause and you issue new orders, but it looks like it's like a cinematic Star Wars battle when, mm-hmm. when it's just kind of going. Nice. It was interesting, yeah. So anyways, um, that's really all there is to say here. Uh, sounds like the game is still in development. I'm extremely happy. It's a PS5 exclusive, uh, and a KOTOR remake in the sort of RE2 remake style, I think would be incredible. Yeah, like, well, just uh, that picture alone looks amazing. It's fucking awesome. Like, yeah. unreal. Dude, the, um, ma- the way that, man, it was so cool. And you really, the, uh, a neat thing about the game, too, was that, like, while you were, I think you had to be a Force user, because you're just, you're, you're a character. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you don't select your character, you're just, you're a guy. And for story reasons, he is able to use the Force. But you can completely customize your character. And, and they had builds of this at the time. I remember I didn't use them, but they had builds of it. You could do totally like a just like Han Solo. Hmm. Like you're just a bounty. Like you just use guns. And like you didn't really have to use the Force powers. You could like spec into guns, which hmm. was just kind of neat because there really was different builds. And then with the light, uh, there, with the Force shit, um, there was both like the light uh, and the dark, and like they mm. had really different uh, sort of build build paths. Makes sense. Like, yeah. There was a lot of you know, and then of course there was party members, and like there was like a sassy wisecracking droid that like wants to kill everyone. That was like super psychopathic. Okay, uh, <laughs> and he was amazing. Like he was totally awesome. There's like a bunch of different people you can pick. Like so there's a lot of like customizing going on. 
And it's kind of, man, it was just such a good game. Hmm. So um, I'm just really stoked to hear that it's still. Stunning. Yeah, no, that's nice to hear for sure. I think this is going to sell hotcakes, assuming it does come out, and like I will be there day one for this game for sure. Fair enough. No, no question. I just, yeah, man, RE2 remake of Star Wars Kotor. It's like I would kill to play that at this point in time. Yeah, well, you know? uh, I joined the dark side to play that. There you go. <laughs> There's my Star Wars joke for the day. T. There you go. Moving on, number three, Arc Raiders delay has completely changed the genre. So this I got off GameSpot. Uh, the original source is a Medium article uh, where Embark Studios is talking about the new direction they're taking with Arc Raiders. Um, this is sort of like in the wake of how their game, The Finals, is going. It's that like first person sort of. The Finals is really generic to me, uh, but it's uh, a polished looking first person arena combat game of some sort. Okay. According to the GameSpot article, and indirectly the Medium article, the second game from Embark Studios is quite different from what you might remember. So this is the game we covered before, right? I was really excited about the music annoys you. It's that, like... Dancing on the Moon from that Skip the Dishes ad. Yeah. That person dancing. It's now the shit version of Helldivers, is what I'm going to refer to this to. But, you know, that was... From what we had seen before, it was supposed to be a free-to-play PvE co-op game. And I was insanely psyched about it. Because I was like... Dude, this is... I mean, because I can't bring myself to play Earth Defense Force with my brother anymore because right. it's a little bit too old for me. And like even the current Earth Defense Force games, they're just... I played them too much, maybe, and also they're a little stuck in the past. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're a little janky. Dated? Yeah, a little dated. Um, but this is exactly the same... was exactly the same spirit, and it's like, yeah, I would really love to... I was ready to, like, dive deep into this game and, like, was totally ready to, like, yeah, I'll spend... I'll spend tons of money on microtransactions buying cosmetics mm-hmm, because it's mm-hmm. free to play. I'll be totally yeah. cool with that because what they're delivering looks amazing. So, back to the article. Second game from Embark Studios is quite different from what you might remember. After its delay last year, Embark Studios' third-person shooter, Arc Raiders, has changed direction enough to necessitate a genre change. Prior to the delay, Arc Raiders was billed as a PvE shooter where players could team up to survive deadly enemies in a distinct future vision of the world. When Embark Studio made the decision to focus on the finals, its other first-person team-based shooter that it's launching soon, it decided to delay Arc Raiders while also figuring out how to fold in PvP elements. Uh, always a, a, not a fun thing to read, usually. In the latest update for the game, executive producer Alexander Grundle reveals that in pursuit, Embark Studios ended up changing a big part of Arc Raiders' structure. The game is now more of a PvEVE... God, PvPVE extraction shooter, where players will compete against the numerous machines that inhabit the world while also challenging the other player teams aiming to extract vital loot from the battlefield. It sounds a lot more... I'll read this because this is, in a way, it could point to something that could maybe still be useful to me as a gamer. It sounds a lot like the formula established by the likes of The Division with its Dark Zone mode. I always like references to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, Where players similarly fought to extract loot while surviving against players and increasingly hostile enemies. If you're intrigued by the new direction of Arc Raiders, you can sign up for the game's latest closed beta, although you will need to sign an ND8 and limit what you're sharing of the experience. Uh, That's pretty much all there is to say here. Arc Raiders, when it comes, will be coming on PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X, S, and PC. Um, And I read this uh, while I was on vacation in Portugal, and I was immediately, like, my heart just kind of completely dropped. And I was (laughs) like... Are you kidding me? Another PvPVE extraction shooter? Mm-hmm. Like, can you could could you possibly get the fuck out of here more? I mean, well, you know. I am so tired of this shit. I mean, I love Hunt Showdown, mm-hmm. but like, I feel like it's like we're in the. Di- Do you remember when Diablo? You probably don't. Maybe you don't. I don't know. Diablo one, no Diablo maybe two came out, and suddenly mm-hmm. there was like for a long time in the gaming world there was like a just. Diablo clones. Mm. Everything was Diablo clones. I believe it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, this feels like, this is the time we're going through now. It's like, everything is a PvPVE shooter now. Mm-hmm. Extraction shooter. I mean, like, Marauders, I still want to try. Me but too, like, but the more of it that, that comes out, the less I'm interested in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... 
No, to me, it's like, uh, okay, so Division, Dark Zone, cool. 100%. Hunt, amazing. Yeah. Tarkov looked cool. Um, Escape from Tarkov. Oh, yeah, totally. It, like, I don't know. That seems neat. But um, it needs to be a small portion of games, you know? Yeah. To, to, it doesn't... To me, it, uh, I don't know. It doesn't fit every type of game. Yeah. You know, like, and I feel like this is sort of forced a little bit. I don't know. But I completely agree with you. I just, yeah, it, it feels it, extremely forced. It, yeah. it, I wasn't overly interested in it just because of the choice of music in their fucking launch trailer. <laughs> it worked for me, but it makes an impression, I understand. Yeah. 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 But, it, well, only again because of the advertisement yeah. um, for Skip the Dishes um, <laughs> or Uber Eats or one of those things. Yeah. And it just was like all the time on TV when this came out. And I was yeah. like, yo, like, yeah. I don't want any Skip the Dishes, thank you. Um, <laughs> but, anyways, like, so I wasn't overly interested in it, anyways, but. Um, I'm really not interested in it now. Yeah, like at me all. too. Yeah, when I read this, my I was suddenly just like, "Wow, like this game's dead to me." Like, yeah, forget it. You know. Yeah. I, and I before I really was like, "This is the first free to play game I will ever play," mm-hmm. and I was excited. I was excited to try a free because nothing had ever successfully grabbed my attention as a free to play game before. Yeah. Genshin Impact was the closest, and it still failed. You know really? I mean? Yeah. It was the closest. Yeah, but that still was not that close. Yeah. You know, um, I just thought I'm just not interested. You know, oh, like, I'm with you. Even Fortnite. Now, maybe Fortnite's the closest, and that's still a long way away, too. But, mm-hmm. you know, like... Uh, anyways, so there is the one, you know, I, I like where the, the person writing this article on GameSpot's head is at in terms of, like, the, the uh, comparisons to the Division and Dark Zone. I have zero faith that Embark is going to actually... Because the, the, what makes the Dark Zone good is that there is this whole single-player game around, around it, right? Yeah. That's what makes everything make sense. And mm-hmm. the problem here is that I suspect that this is going to be completely not... As soon as they say PvPVE extraction shooter, you know there's not going to be any single-player. Mm-hmm. You know, If they were to do a Division-style thing where it's like, okay, yeah, it's co-op PvE, but then there's also this Dark Zone thing that I could get into. Mm-hmm. We'll keep an eye out, but my expectation... I mean, my... Yeah, I'm like I'm down here now. Yep, I hear you. Like Me it, too. it's possible it turns around, but this could be the last time we ever talk about Arc Raiders. Yep, maybe. We'll, we'll see. see. Moving on to the rapid fire. Yep. Insert machine gun reload sounds here. Blah 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 bling. And number one, Bleak Sword DX official PC and Nintendo Switch launch trailer. Now this is just um, official confirmation because this was, I believe, there was a trailer we discussed this a while ago. This is a year out on this one. Mm-hmm. We discussed it a while ago, and I think there wasn't a release date. So this is just sort of like, it's the finally the release, date, the release date's here. This is a very small indie game that I think looks deeply exciting. Uh, it just looks really, to me, it looks incredibly weird, different, and very stylistically, like, like it knows what it wants to be. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. You know, and it just looks like, I'm, I'm really intrigued by the art here. No, it, it, you know? it's, it's definitely uh, original. It's probably a game that I won't even enjoy playing, but... If this is, like, in the $20 range or less, I'm 100% going to check this out. Yeah. Mostly just because I want to see this crazy... Like, the way they use perspective, it's, like, isometric. Dude, it looks so weird, but it it's looks... It's so fucking weird. It looks like it's got personality. Yeah, Bleak Sword DX. Or identity, I should say. Totally, totally. PC and Nintendo Switch. Uh, and it is available... Is it available now? My gosh, available now. See, the thing is with my Switch 
is that uh, I was going on vacation and I hid it in case people broke into the house and stole all our things. And I cannot find the switch now. <laughs> no. I had one of those classic like, oh, yep. Yeah. Like, I'm like, why can't I find my switch? Like, it should be right here. And then I, I asked Louisa about it. I'm like, you haven't seen it, have you? She's like, nah. And she's like, I think you might have hidden that when we were going somewhere. And I'm like, yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> <laughs> so it is in the apartment somewhere. I'm going to have to play find the switch before I can play, D- play D- Bleak Sword DX. Mm-hmm. But, um... I'm just gonna, you know, what? I'm just gonna check it. I'll have price. the nephews buy and turn it into a game. <laughs> Twenty bucks to the fucking winner. <laughs> uh, let's tell the audience now. Yeah, I, I think I'm gonna get this, even if it's just terrible. I just, no, I whatever. Wanna, I want to see it. Yeah, you know? I hear you. I get the feeling it's a really cheap game too. There we go, thirteen dollars. Yeah, th- perfect. That, yeah, come on. Yeah, that's... I will absolutely buy this as soon as I find my switch in the house. Yeah, that seems <laughs> worth. It. That is a necessary component, but uh, I'll be right there. Moving on, to number two, Friday the Thirteenth. The game will no longer be available to buy after this year, June eighth. Uh, this is off. I got this off IGN. The source is uh, a message from the developer directly on their Twitter feed. Uh, Friday the Thirteenth of the game expiration of license. The time has come. Our license Friday the, for Friday the Thirteenth will expire on December thirty first, twenty twenty three. On that date, the game will no longer be available for sale, both physically and digitally. The game will, however, continue to function through at least December thirty first, twenty twenty four. If you already own it at this time, we have made the decision to reduce the price to four ninety nine for the base game and ninety nine cents for each piece of piece of additional DLC content. Kind of a nice gesture. We will continue to offer the title and content at that price point right up until its removal from digital physical storefronts on December 31st, 2023. We would like to thank our community for the dedication they've shown to Friday the 13th of the game and Gun Interactive as a whole. Um, yeah, they had troubles the whole time, right? It yeah. was crowdsourced, yeah. I believe. And yeah. then, um, there, there have been were... licensing issues. The yeah, time. exactly. So yeah. I'm just gobsmacked. It's still going. Um, well, which... I mean, me too. Yeah, and what shocked me was in the IGN article they note that... Um, while there will be at least one more year of support as they state the weird thing is that they 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 say you know it will be up to it'll be available to play at least up until i think they just say december 2024 i think so yeah the game will continue to function through at least december 31st 2024 so for an entire year after this year Mm -hmm. right um it's nice that they note that but it's also a little funny because uh ign notes that um while there will be at least one more year of support um the online servers were shut down nearly three years ago. Hmm. So the game hasn't been... Uh, so the only way to play it currently is online via, via peer-to-peer matchmaking or by playing an offline match using bots. Hmm. So what makes me wonder is I'm like, well, if it's already kind of like offline, it's like... How are you selling this? Can't it be in, per- in perpetuity? Because it's just... Isn't it effectively kind of a single-player game at this point in time anyways? Mm. It's weird, you know? So I guess maybe there's some sort of like... Re- maybe the license, the, the legal agreement is so, is so sort of like muddy and like tense that... You know, they, they they had to force them to be like, you know, mm-hmm. we'll give it to you up until this point, but then you really have to... Like, it's like, are they going to wipe it off people's machines at the same time when that happens? I don't know. You know? Who knows? Like, who knows? But, um, yeah, I just thought it was, uh, you know, it was a fun little uh, thing of note, and I thought it would be interesting asking you about it just because I know you have you had some friends who were playing it. Yeah. I had Do fun. you think this will matter to anybody? No. Okay. They've moved on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there's like uh, there's other games exactly like it, right? Yeah, like Seven Days to Die. No, yeah, um, no, no, that's not it. Um, I know what you're thinking about Evil Dead, right? That's kind of uh, yeah. No, that's not the one I'm similar. thinking of. Um, but it's gotten it's not really similar. No, um, in the wheelhouse. No, no, there's two other games, and I'm drawing a complete blank on both of them. But there I know are, what you mean. Dead for Daylight. Dead, by Dead daylight? for Daylight. Yeah, Dead by Daylight. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then there's something else too. Um, 
and yeah, whatever. I mean, I was not interested in it mm. at all. Mm. I got it when it was free, mm. and tried it once, and was like, I never want to fucking play this game again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I had a buddy that had a blast with it. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. But well, I never cared for it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just. I, I guess part of the reason why I wanted to mention this too was I was sort of like, it's a weird world now where we have to worry about these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. You know, like this this happens not that infrequent. Like it's more and more frequent. Yeah, that, yeah, like, yeah. There's yeah. some sort of weird licensing thing, and like, like Marvel's Avengers had to the game that I was enjoying with my brother. Right, right. like they had their whole shutdown thing where they're like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's like as far as I know, it's playable in perpetuity now, but they officially ended support. So they will never. There never gonna, is never going to be an update. Okay. At this point, if there are any bugs, they're there forever. Um, you can still play, uh, and even if they shut down the servers at some point in time, the game is playable single player. So hmm. you should be able to still play single player. Um, and yeah, they stopped selling it, but there's no like um, we have to like remove it from your storefronts or something. Right, like, they're right. just clearly like we're done with this now. Mm-hmm. You know, like you, you can still enjoy it if you like it, but and that's cool. But at the same time, it's like even yeah, that. Shitty. Yeah, even that was a bit of a blow in terms of just like, oh man, like I, I was unheard of to me. You yeah, know, like buy Donkey Kong and then all of a sudden like, oh no, the game uh, you can't play this anymore. It's like, well, I fucking bought it, didn't I? I mean, like, Transformers Devastation that came off the storefront multiple times for licensing issues, mm. right? Like, I have a copy now downloaded, but like there were several times where it was unable to. You could always re-download it, but it's gone on and off of the store. Hmm. You know, because oh, a problem, take it down. Oh, now it's back up again. Mm. It's just like it's a weird world now. It is. It's like we didn't have to deal with that stuff before, but nope. it's happening more and more. I guess I just thought it was fascinating from that angle. Yep. Moving on to number four, Robocop Rogue City hands-on preview. Uh, this is just a nice hands-on preview of the game on IGN's, uh, IGN's site. Um, and if, as far as I know, this is the first... Um, well, they, they give a really nice... Uh, there's a really nice breakdown preview if you're curious about the game where you can go read about uh, this gentleman's initial imp- impressions on it, mm-hmm. um, which I did think were very fascinating. It's yeah. also the first video footage of gameplay we've seen, mm-hmm. which I'm a little surprised they even showed, to yep. be honest. But um, yeah, I mean, I just I threw this on here because we're interested in the franchise. What do you think? Yeah, it f- seems kind of cool. I mean, looks cooler than... Originally, I was like, I really have no idea about this. Yeah. And this, I was like, yeah, this actually looks kind of fun. Yeah. It I'm looks like, like it could be fun. You know? I'm kind of right with you. Yeah, I was surprised. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, that looks okay. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the, the visual aesthetic is kind of nice. Mm-hmm. You know? It's got the vibe. The, the OG vibe, right. Robocop right. vibe. Yeah, yeah, totally. And the, I guess, for me, the, the only thing that concerns me is in the actual nitty-gritty of the preview itself, the journalist Emma Matthews does talk about the fact that... Um, you feel like RoboCop in terms of like you know the cra- having crazy amount of power, right? And like well, yeah, the way you tear through the baddies and sort of tanky. Yeah, yeah, and she's like, that's cool because it feels like the character. But she was like, it was sort of. I mean, she doesn't say this um, verbatim, but it's kind of. She kind of says it was like ludicrously easy, mm-hmm. right? And so it's like, I'm like, that makes sense. Like that would be awful if it was ludicrously easy. But then at the same time, it's like, you know, I look at the footage and I'm like, that does look like kind of a fascinating world. So. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I you're a fucking yeah. RoboCop, yo. That guy yeah. was a fucking, like, he was a tank then. It's a careful balance between, like, do you be, uh, you know, honest to the source material or do you concern yourself with, like, Making it crouch. It's uh, actually you know. fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah like, because yeah. it, it won't be fun if it's too easy, right? No. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, again, I don't know what say. they're going for, but this did sound interesting. Yeah. Moving on to number five, System Shock Remake released. Uh, so, yeah, we kind of covered this already earlier. Pretty sure. Um, yeah, I mean, this. so this game came out while I was in Portugal, 
And I was pretty tepid on the game, even though System Shock 2 is one of my favorite games of all time. System Shock 1 is very different. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're really not the same game at all. And like 2 is kind of like not, it's like a spiritual sequel to 1. It's not a sequel sequel, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. The games were totally, like 1 was more of like a sort of a roguelike, just focusing on the combat thingy. Okay. And like 2 was a much more really heavy narrative um, sort of like sort of survival horror, really focusing on the horror a lot okay, too. Okay. You know, they look really different, and to, and System Shock Two really is the blueprints for Bioshock, mm-hmm. which is you know widely considered to be one of the greatest games of all time, which I completely agree. Um, but so I was you know initially a little mm, so so. Mm-hmm. Then it came out while I was in Portugal, and I saw some of the stuff, and I was like, damn, this looks pretty good. I mean, the overwhelming positive reviews came out. I thought that looked really exciting. After listening to a lot of stuff, does Skill Up have a thing too? I don't know. He might. I can't remember. Um, but after listening to a lot of stuff, I'm now pretty all in on this game. Um, I would really like to try it. It looks quite good. And it sounds like it has a lot more story than I thought it had. Mm-hmm. So it may actually... It's kind of like I'm curious now because I'm like, okay, maybe this really was the prequel to the game that I love and I didn't realize it. Mm-hmm. And it looks modern enough. Uh, that it's kind of cool. I was also I was reading Aliens at the time, so I was in a really spaceship explorer vibe, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, it's scratching those itches. It is um, definitely coming to console. They don't have a release date. Okay. It's out on PC. Everybody likes it, well, and I'm like, okay, this is for sure. It's going to be, you know, it's, it seems to be a, basically a resounding hit so far. And the actual news that I want to cover here that I haven't already is that one thing I'd realized while I was in Portugal that I had no idea was the case. Um, was that they gave more details about... I had heard about this System Shock 2 Enhanced Edition. What I didn't realize was that this was the same developer and almost tied to the remake project. Um, And the System Shock 2 Enhanced Edition, I'd heard about it, and I was like... It sounded like a pipe dream, mm-hmm. but now that the remake actually came out and these guys have clear plans for the console releases, it seems like it's a real thing and like I can trust it now. It's successful. It's making money. Mm-hmm. All that's amazing. So I'm like, okay, sounds like... I should pay attention to these guys. And what I didn't realize is that this is actually being offered for free with people who purchase the remake. Hmm. And I'm like, that's amazing. That's pretty cool. Because there has not existed a way for me to play System Shock 2 other than digging out really old PC shit, which I have zero desire to do. And especially not with a controller, right? There's been no way for me to comfortably access this game, and it really is one of my favorite games of all time. Hmm. So even though it's like, okay, it's a they call it Enhanced Edition... It's worth mentioning that, like, this is not like the System Shock remake, which is a total... It's Ooh. more like RE2 remake. Right, right. This is just a, a really clean port with, like, nicer-looking graphics than it was released on, but still incredibly rough by today's standards. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, it'll be toned up in terms of, like, the bugs will be removed. You know, it should be playable. You can use your controller. Um, they're actually... They've stated that they're cleaning up the multiplayer, too. So the System Shock 2, surprisingly, has multiplayer. Mm-hmm. has co-op. Uh, and the co-op, they're like, the co-op should work fully functional. It'll work perfectly. Uh, that'll be ironed out. So they haven't officially stated that it's being offered for free with the console version. Okay. I'm just only assuming that if they're giving it for free with the PC version, probably it's going to be the same deal. Or maybe it'll be a pre-order bonus for the console one. That makes sense. I mean... And the Enhanced Edition is itself confirmed for modern consoles as well. Okay. Right. So that's also officially coming to consoles. And it should be pretty soon, I think. Because I mean, the game is out on PC. It looks great. Okay. It doesn't look like there's a lot of work to do. Like it doesn't. It, there's been almost no report of like bugs and stuff. So yeah, I mean, that's all there is to say. I just I really didn't know that it was so closely tied to the project and that it was actually. I didn't know it was a, as much of a real thing. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm just excited to hear it's a real thing. And it really makes me. I mean, the dialogue in System Shock Two is like 
and the voice acting is insane. Like the evil computer is like one of the coolest things ever. And like the way she just like taunts you constantly in this weird dissonant monotone voice and like talks to you the entire time you're wandering through the space station she's on. It's almost like aliens, mm. but the alien is the evil AI and she's just fucking with you constantly. Oh, that sounds cool. Whether it's sending like infected robots to kill you or like you know, her weird biological mutations of the humans causing them to, like, wander around the corridors talking about the many and, like, calling out to you and then, like, screaming when they find you and running towards you and, like, talking the entire time, you know? It's, it's terrifying. It's got a weird... Uh, it, it's a really unique product, but um, I'm excited. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, that's it. That's all we've got for you. Fair enough. Um, so, I don't know. I mean, we've, we've got to run. Josh has a dinner to go to. Teague has... Something? I can't remember. A fire. Teague has a fire. Uh, a, a real life uh, fireside chat? No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no actual fires. No, no, not do we the, know? Not maybe the forest fires. No, no, we don't do that. No. No. <laughs> Just lake shore chilling, barbecue, maybe. We'll see. That does sound pretty nice. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's it for me. Do you have any closing comments? No. Well, I guess we'll wrap this. I mean, I uh, hope you had fun and uh, good to be back. We'll catch you next time. See you next time. Fucking cat, man. He does this. Thank you.